Racing HQ. We're all locked and loaded now. With the latest news. Stand by for a start. Form analysis and markets. Plus interviews with the key jockeys and trainers on today's Thoroughbred Racing. And the gates are back. Racing HQ. On Sky Sports Radio and Sky Racing. In association with Racing New South Wales. And the Australian Turf Club. This is Racing HQ. Saturday, the 14th of January, 2023. Good morning. Welcome to Racing HQ Saturday. Great to have your company, wherever you might be listening or watching. On and Watch us on Sky Thoroughbred Central, Sky Racing 1. Uh, download the Tab app is a good way if you're out and about or you just might be on the wireless, wherever you are. Good morning to you. Saturday, a massive day of racing right around the nation. Of course, Rosehill Gardens, a little bit of a half a hint of some autumn horses stepping out there today. So keen to really get stuck into a, a 10-race program of form. Uh, after 8 o'clock, we'll have Ray Thomas and Brad Gray and Glenn Munsey. We'll have a good look at Rosehill Gardens today. That's a, that's a good meeting in Sydney, a very solid meeting. Maybe plenty of focus is on the Gold Coast. It's where I find myself this morning. bit overcast. I wandered over the track before and the lovely lady on the gate, the security lady, I said, how's your night? She says, it was pretty, you know, bit of rain around the place and some big puddles. So she has some heavy, downfall, uh, heavy downpours as well. So we'll check in with Nevesh Ramdani pretty soon to, uh, to find out just how much rain the Gold Coast uh, track did receive overnight and how it shapes up for a massive race day today. Uh, Kimberley Grange, of course, we'll get the Murray Bridge track report and a great day of racing from Flemington today. Liam O'Keefe, not too far away, and Mark Hunter uh, has done the form. Mark will join us after uh, after 9 o'clock. Unfortunately, uh, no, no Dean Lester this morning. A uh, little health issue again with Dean. We wish him... We wish him well, uh, and hopefully he's back with us sooner rather than later. Jenny Graham's up for a chat before 7 o'clock. Jenny has a great chance in today's highway, so we'll see where we find Jenny Graham just before 7 o'clock. Brody Nixon is trailers, of course. Guests after 7 o'clock with Ray Thomas. Greg Hickman put his hand up for a, a dear enough feeling on day one here, I think. Danielle Saib, Gerald Ryan's here for a chat. Richard Friedman has said, yep, I'll come on. Adrian Bott and Peter Snowden. So uh, a busy enough morning, a regular segments. Michael Maxworthy's done the Gold Coast form. He'll join us at around about 25 minutes to 10. Wayne Harris has done the Kembla form, so he's there at about 10 to 10. And behind the gates, uh, Darren Flindell will join us. I think Brad Davidson's back from what's been a lengthy holiday. Andrew Hurley's still on holidays, but he's found 45 minutes to come on the radio. Funny that. And we'll have a, tr- a crack at behind the gates. We've, we'll try and land this multi. It's just been a, a three of the last four legs for as long as I can remember. So... It's a cliche, but we are certainly due. Your chance to win some wine with Paul Ambrosoli at 11 o'clock. Peter Ellis with the South Australian preview. And then uh, so on into our race day. But away we go around the grounds for our track reports around the nation. Let's get to Rose Hill Gardens in uh, in Sydney at Parramatta Way. And Sean Patterson is there for a chat. G'day, Sean. Good morning. How is uh, how's Rose Hill looking on a Saturday morning? Yeah, look, it's shaping up quite nice. We're expecting a top of 28 degrees today. There's a little bit of cloud around this morning, but that's burning off, and there's mostly blue sky behind it. What track rating are you going up for Rose Hill Gardens today? Yeah, look, we're a good four. Uh, Pano is 5.20. Uh, with the warm temperatures this week, we just want to keep the moisture up to it. It's worked out pretty nicely today. It's just tipped into the good four range, so there's a nice bit of moisture in there to get through the 28-degree day today. Where's your rail, Sean? Yeah, we've gone out three metres. 
Uh, just to get off a little bit away from that heavy track last Saturday uh, around that turn, but um, the rest of the deck looks really nice and um, picking up nicely and uh, presents well for today. Any, any reports from any riders across it this morning? Yeah, look, we had a track out this morning. It was difficult to get a jockey. We had a uh, track work rider gallop at one of the trusted ones, and uh, he thought it was a... Exactly what we thought. It was just the highest side of a four, uh, but with the temperatures that we're feeling now, we're expecting today it will just stay in the four and maybe even get to a three, depending on how hot it gets. Who are these untrusted track work riders? <laughs> oh no, it's, it's more the fact that <laughs> the, the guys that are experienced and they gallop on these tracks all the time, and yeah. you, you get to know that these guys really know our tracks really well. So when they give us yeah. a bit of feedback, we know that they're on on the button. Good as God. I'm looking at a, a radar. Our, um, our viewers had a look at a, a bit of a radar there. Bit of rain coastal doesn't appear to be with you guys at the moment. Yeah, look, it's tracking on the coast going towards the south, so it doesn't seem like we'll get to Parramatta. As I said, uh, we're getting more blue sky every minute, so we're expecting a really good day today. Good on you, Sean. Good to chat race day. Good fall we go up for Rose Hill. Always good to chat. Thank you. Sean Patterson there. Good four for Rose Hill Gardens. Uh, they are the details for Rose Hill Gardens today. Let's uh, let's head a little further south down Manoosley to the glorious Illawarra. Kim LaGranger racing today, and that means Dave Anderson's there for a chat. Morning, Dave. Good morning, Richard. How are you? Can't complain. We're pretty good. That's How's good. your week been to get ready for today? Yeah, yeah very good. Very good, Richard. Um, we've got a good four. Brock's just... Um, uh, done a gallop and he's quite happy with it uh, staying a four this morning uh, obviously going to be a uh, warm day so it may get into a into the three range by the end of the day Okay, so conditions there at the moment? Yeah, beautiful, beautiful morning um, there is some rain off the coast at the moment we're not getting it so uh, hopefully it'll be all good and the rail's back in the true position for today Okay, so you sound like a pretty satisfied track manager Dave Yeah, at the moment it's very good Rich, very good Okay, good on you. We'll let you go. Thanks for the report and good luck with your meeting today. Thanks, Richard. Have a good day. Good on you, Dave Anderson. Good for good for Rose Hill Gardens and good for at Kim LaGrange as we go around the grounds. Um, yeah, looking forward to checking in with Ray Thomas uh, with all the news and views around the place uh, after 7 o'clock. Plenty happening at the moment. Some, some of these carnival horses are back trialling, so I know we're sort of getting through some great summer racing, but... Uh, this autumn carnival will be focusing on some pretty big trialers soon. Let's get to Nevesh Ramdani. Great day of racing on the Gold Coast. These markets have been up for a while now, and Nevesh is joining us for a chat. Morning, Nevesh. Good morning to you, Richard. Can you set the scene for our listeners on the uh, for the Gold Coast today? What a what a meeting ahead! Oh, look, it certainly is a, a great meeting ahead. But, um, we had some showers overnight, as you know. We've, uh, we've had three and a half mils this morning. Um, so we had a gallop on this morning. Uh, we put the track up as a soft six. Uh, had four mils of uh, irrigation yesterday, uh, but we had we had a little irrigation issue when at around the 350 meter mark. There's a little bit of a soft spot, so we're going to have to move the rail just a touch uh, out from the the 500 to the 300 just to get around that little wet spot that's uh, at roughly the 350 meter marker. Okay. Was that was that weather forecast around the place? Was that uh, were you expecting what arrived Look, last was, night? There was definitely, uh, uh, you know, there's possible. There was a, a, a low chance of, of one mole, and we got a little bit of showers, but unfortunately we had a, uh, an irrigation issue just around the three That just created a little bit of a wet patch uh, on that part of the turn. So I'm going to have to 
uh, moved the rail, popped the rail out two metres from the 500 to the 300 and blended back into the through in the straight. Okay. That wasn't, wasn't part of the plan, but it is what it is, I suppose. So, yeah, certainly not part of the plan. Uh, you know, the track presents beautifully. Uh, we had a lovely day yesterday. Uh, I gave a formal of irrigation. You know, we had set the track up just perfectly. And, uh, yeah, unfortunately, it's just a little bit of a wet spot, which we'll, we'll have to uh, move the rail to get around it. What's your, uh, what's your radar saying for this morning and into this afternoon? Yeah, it is, it is clearing. Uh, there's, uh, it's overcast at the moment. There's some pretty dark clouds around. Uh, but, you know, there might be another light shower in it, but it's clearing as we're heading to the afternoon. I would imagine, you know, a, a soft six and, you know, hopefully sun comes out and improving. Any any trainers or owners listening, I, I'm not sure they'd be too upset with what you're saying there. Um, bit, of, bit of giving the track, clearing up. It's not too bad a thing for the Gold Coast, I wouldn't have thought. Yeah, look, so, you know, the feedback from last week, even though we had all those showers, was it, it, did, it did firm up. So I did keep the moisture up to it. Uh, you know, there's, there's a lovely cover of grass. Uh, there's a bit of moisture in it now. They are forecasting that uh, this afternoon's weather will clear up. So, yeah, we'll, we'll get a bit of sunshine and certainly get some improvement on the track as we head into the afternoon. Uh, Nivesh, just away from the track, how do you get a coffee around here? Have you worked that out yet? Do you, do you have any, any contacts as far as coffees go? <laughs> yeah, there's a local shop that opens at 6 o'clock. I'll grab you one. Mm. Oh, I, I might struggle to get away from a radio show. That's all, Nivesh. Good man. Good to chat. It's a massive day. Well, it's, it's their biggest day um, all year. And um, you'll, I think, am I right in saying gates open 9 o'clock or a bit before? Something like that? Yeah, it's around uh, 9.45, I think it is. And uh, yeah, we're expecting a, a good crowd here today. It's a, it's a lovely, cool day. And I think we're going to have a, a really good day's racing ahead. Yeah, it is very pleasant. Good on you, Nevesh. Thanks for the report. Good luck today. Thank you, Richard. All the best. <laughs> good on you, Nevesh Ramdani. Soft six. A soft six we start with on the Gold Coast. And they will be streaming in from a quarter to ten this morning. Although in saying that, I, um, I jumped in it a cab from my hotel to where I'm broadcasting. I'm, I'm doing the show from where Davey Stanley did it yesterday, which is at the sales complex. I jumped in the cab and said, just out to the race course, please. And he said, where's that? So uh, anyway, if our man didn't know where the race course was this morning, I reckon come lunchtime, if you're still working, he's going to know just how to get here very, very well. Murray, uh, Murray Bridger racing today. Sean Hicks is there for a chat. G'day, Sean. Good morning, Richard. How are you? Very well, thank you. How does your track shape up for today? Um, yeah, it's going to be a pretty warm day here at Murray Bridge. We're predicting uh, 42 degrees by about lunchtime today. So it's uh, twilight racing for the first time at Murray Bridge. What track rating do you got? Uh, we're sitting at the moment for hovering between a good four and a soft five, which we're pretty happy about. Um, we're expecting a strong northerly breeze this afternoon, so things will dry out pretty quickly. I'd imagine uh, horses in the yard a, a, a touch later in those conditions. What uh, what precautions do you take when it gets to that kind of uh, that kind of temperature? Yeah, like I say, we're um, our first race today starts at three twenty and we finish our last one at eight o'clock. So cool change is supposed to come in at about three o'clock. Um, but yeah, we'll have all the fans on today and all the missus on in the stables and we'll have plenty of water for the horses and we'll do the best we can.
still school holidays, isn't it? Sean, I'd imagine you might get a late in the day, mums and dads thinking, oh, these kids, what am I going to do with them? Yeah, get, well, get them to the track. Well, hopefully they do. Yeah, we've got some plenty of things for the kids to do. There's um, we've got some misses out on the lawn as well, so we'll uh, try and keep the kids cool as well. Outstanding. Good on you, Sean. Hope it all goes well. Those uh, those you know, weather conditions can be trying at times. Good luck with your meeting today. Thanks, Richard. Thanks a lot. Okay, there is Sean Hicks, uh, Murray Bridge. That won't be a soft five for long. Um, it'll be a good four and even better uh, given those conditions. Away we go, Racing HQ Saturday. And uh, we'll have a chat with Liam O'Keefe shortly. He does have some Melbourne commitments before uh, we can get a hold of him. Uh, Brody Nixon, I think we'll have a chat about some trialers. And Jenny Graham, not too far away, that highway. Again, a most competitive race in Sydney today. We might look to go to a, a short break here on Racing HQ Saturday. Great to have your company a break and back with plenty more. Always thought owning a racehorse was too expensive? It doesn't have to be. Patriot Bloodstock offers racehorse shares for syndication at an affordable entry-level price point with fixed-price training fees. Our horses are country trained, and whether your horse wins at Wagga or Ramwick, the thrill is the same. We've had great success sourcing quality horses that won't send you broke, and we love first-time owners. Check out what's available at www.patriotbloodstock.com.au. Patriot Bloodstock, an authorised representative of Stable Connect. AF licence number 3369. Hey breeders, heading to the upcoming sales? Don't risk your horse's condition. Make sure you pack Poseidon Animal Health Stress Paste. Stress Paste can assist in keeping your yearlings well, hydrated and calm during transport and on arrival. Stress Paste also buffers and protects the stomach from gastric ulcers while travelling. It's your insurance policy to protect your preparation work. Visit Poseidon's new thoroughbred website at PoseidonThoroughbred.com. That's PoseidonThoroughbred.com. Poseidon Animal Health. Powering performance from within. Light up your Friday and celebrate Lunar New Year trackside. Enjoy night racing, bands, pop-up food markets and bars, along with a lion dance performance and God of Wealth. Entry is free. Kia Friday Night Racing, January 20, Canterbury Park. Find out more at theracers.com.au. At Drummond Golf, we understand your passion. Nice roll. And that's because every Drummond Golf store is owned and run by a local who loves the game as much as you do. Yeah, it's come off the face really well. Someone who knows where you play and what you need. Oh, yeah. Looking good. With Australia's biggest range and expert knowledge. Great. Now let's try that putter with this grip. So if you want to improve your game, see a local expert at Drummond Golf. Dixon Homes thanks Premier Palaszczuk as you can offset mortgage repayments by building and renting a secondary dwelling. Buy before accessibility and energy rules increase costs. Dixonhomes.com.au Since 1959. Debt free, quality assured. Racing HQ. Brought to you by TAB. For racing on TAB, download the TAB app. Gamble responsibly. Call Gamblers Help. 1-800-858-858. Welcome back to the show. Quarter to seven, quarter to six, if you're in Queensland. It's a hive of activity here at the sales. There's, um, we've had a, a four massive days of selling here, and uh, I arrived here at around about uh, probably quarter to five this morning, and yes, there's horses working on the track, but Jim, there's plenty of horses being let out of their stables and uh, out of their boxes and onto the floats and going away to be breaking in and whatnot, so plenty of uh, plenty of people here with these horses, working with them very early, if not uh, if not on the track at the races, there are 
the guys and girls uh, getting these horses onto floats and back to farms and to get broken in and then go and try and win a stack of money around the race courses of Australia. So uh, working our way through this morning and uh, we might touch base now with a man who he keeps a close eye on the trials for us here at Sky Racing and there's been some pretty decent heats uh, during the week. The autumn horses are slowly but surely going to step out uh, in the coming weeks and uh, Brody Nixon's the man I'm talking about. Hello Brody. Good morning Richard, good morning everyone. What's all the news? What can you tell us? Not really, nothing too special, but you're spot on. Geez, those trials this week have been very, very hot. Uh, what have you found for us out of... Uh, we'll touch on those trials shortly, but what have you found for uh, the uh, the listeners this morning? This morning, I'm quite keen on a couple here, um, especially in the first event. There's a lot of money and a lot of talk going on about this Kieran Murray and David Eustace trained Steel City, but I've been quite taken with the trials of Red Resistance, this two-year-old colt by Russian Revolution. First trial behind Kitty Chat was quite good at Renwick. Josh Parr aboard then, just travelled comfortably in the middle of the pack, but last trial at Renwick over the 900 metres, jumped really well, wasn't hustled to take a lead, so from gate number one, should mean on the posse this afternoon. Now, Nash Willer doesn't ride but Brett Pebble goes aboard from the inside draw. This two-year-old cold by Russian Revolution. He had a very well bred out of Heavily, which, of course, ran second in the Moya Stakes and also might have been the Oakley Plate as well. She was a group winner, and I think she's going to be quite hard to beat. His trials have been really strong. He travelled three wide at the latest, travelled outside the leader on that occasion, travelled completely into the straight, and when the other leader was being ridden up, he just cruised along with it. And when Nash asked her to finish off, he finished off really strongly. He said, Red Resistance in race number one, very keen on the Russian Revolution cult. You wonder what, uh, you wonder what the tab will do and what punters will do with Steel City. $1.95, is that, is that a, a justifiable price, do you think, Brody? Yeah, I was having a chat to a mate, Brett, about this last night. I said, do you reckon they'll get out to maybe $2.50 or... That damage has been done very, very early, and we see these all of horses like Pasigiata last week, as we saw, got out to two dollars twenty-five, two dollars thirty, after she was a dollar sixty-five post scratching. So I wouldn't be surprised if it gets back out late. But I can see a lot of people coming to Steel City. The horse that it beat in that trial when ridden out heavily, Rockabilly Rebel, also trialed like a jet once again on Thursday at Rose Hill. So I think it's going to start a firm favourite. But it's a very nice group of horses, though. A dollar ninety-five is a bit short for me. Rightio, let's, uh, yeah, let's get on to your second of the trialers. Uh, comes out of race four. Travest, you quite like the way Travest is going. I love the way this horse has prepped up for this first up run, Richard. He's already been $26 into 21. I snapped up a little bit of the 26. He's the rank outsider of the field. The cheese he's trialed really well. I went back through his trials as well from previous preparations and... They've been quite good, but they haven't been anywhere near like he's done this prep. He sat off midfield under a hold. He cruised through the line, defeating Snippy Fox by a length. Now, Rachel King had this horse under double wraps. It just went under the line with these. It's rolled behind Alpha One. Now, we know Alpha Line's like speedy commodity. He finished six lengths off that horse, but he wasn't asked to do anything under Brenton. I think this six-year-old return in career best form for a first-up run. He's always run really well behind the likes of Crystal Pegasus and Jungle Book and a couple of other horses first up in the prep. He wants dry ground. He's reads duckheads here at Rose Hill, but he hasn't quite had those race shapes to suit and he hasn't found dry ground. From gate number seven, I think he's going to settle midfield. Looks to be even pace with 
ringmaster and for Valor going forward. There's a couple of horses that are right in this race. Cosmic Minerva's come from the provincials, but Trevest, I think he's trolled in leading into this preparation better than he ever has, and I wouldn't be surprised, and I wouldn't leave him out of exotics. Okay, we'll have Greg Hickman on after 7 o'clock. $21 about Trevest, $21 fixed uh, if you like that horse at the moment. We had some barrier trials, Brody, during the week. I think, where were they? Uh, Monday at Randwick, Heat 2. Uh, Kings Gambit stepped out. I think he's the Golden Slipper favourite with the tab, and he, I suppose the way Kings Gambit went on, on Monday morning, he didn't give you any reason to think uh, he shouldn't be. No, that was a sensational piece of work, wasn't it, Richard? How about that acceleration as well? Tommy Berry just presented him and he went whoosh. Oh, yeah, he's, I mean, just tucked in behind and uh, he went crunch. Some other trialers there in the day. Good to see Barber back and those kinds of youngsters. Barber, uh, Mexico over the 740 metres. So, I mean, all these trials from now on, Brody, they're going to they're gonna be loaded with some really nice horses. Oh, Richard, during the spy files during a couple of weeks over Christmas, you're trying to find horses to add, maybe find a couple up in Queensland that you wouldn't normally would, or a couple of nice horses from the summer carnival you're keen to, to push. But I'll tell you what, over the next few weeks, it's going to be tougher to exclude horses from the spy files. There's some extremely good horses going around. And if you have a look at that barber heat, from start to finish, there are some outstanding pieces of work. Likes a perfect thought. Oh, my boyfriend there, I can't wait to see him come back. He was really good. Head wall was really good on the inside. Insurrection sat last. He worked through the line really strongly, like the barber. Um, and the horse that won, and the Cote ran second as well. So there's some very nice horses going around because, of course, these features, Richard, they're only a couple of weeks away. They are. I've been trying to push people this week uh, with our sales coverage towards the Sky Racing website, skyracing.com.au, and that's the place to go for your trial reports. Yes, that's the place to go. We do the Spy Files every Tuesday afternoon. We cover the eight horses across New South Wales, the ones really like. And every Monday morning now with Mark Olmos, we have an expanded segment on the morning line. We look at about six or seven horses, and we like to roll replays of not only its latest troll, but we also roll its previous troll as well. So we can show the sharp improvement that we've found at the trolls from these horses to see as they're going from preparation one to preparation two. As you know, Richard, these two-year-olds coming back in the autumn, they're going to really sharply improve a lot of these horses. And King's Gambit, the way he trialled on Monday, looks like he's done just that once again. Yeah, Golden Mile cruising along Cote back there. Some of the nice horses back. Good on you, Brody. Good to chat on a Saturday morning. And, uh, yeah, we'll follow your trialers with great interest. We'll see if the 21 bucks Trevest hangs around. Thank you, mate. Thank you, Richard. Best of luck, everyone, on the punt, and enjoy God's country up there. I'm very, very jealous as it starts pouring down rain here in Chatswood. Yeah, no, it's... Uh, well, tell you what, I look around here... Thank you, Brody. Look around here at the coast at the moment, and there's some very dark clouds floating around as well. And, uh, yeah, but a big week up here. Uh, it's not, not the kind of week you can, uh, you can probably over-race too much, and uh, nice to be here on a Saturday morning. Uh, we're going to focus on Flemington racing today. Looking forward to this uh, main Melbourne program, because as far as Victoria goes today, they are also racing at Kilmore, and there's a Wollamite picnic program. I reckon that'd be fun. Um, Liam O'Keefe there for a chat. G'day, Liam. Morning, Richard. How's your morning going? Yeah, it's going well so far. We've got a hot day predicted, top of 37 degrees, but uh, it's quite pleasant at the moment, around low 20s, and actually quite overcast, so um, yeah, it's a good way to start the day. Have, has it been the right kind of uh, week for the track? How do you, how does it look for today? 
We've had a warm week, uh, quite a dry week, so we've applied 62 millimetres of irrigation and a total of uh, 10 millimetres was put on last night. So uh, plenty of water on, uh, forecast top temperature of 37 degrees today, but we've got an early start with kick-off at 10.30 and uh, tracks in the good fall rain, so uh, great conditions to kick off today. Okay, you sound happy enough with it? Yeah, it's been a pretty straightforward week weather-wise, just make sure we get the water on early in the week so we're not chasing our tail late in the week and we'll push the bunning rail out into the eight metre position covers all the wear and tear from our previous meeting here 13 days ago and um, certainly presents well uh, and nice and even across the track You'll have some carnival horses galloping across it soon Yeah, it won't be far away they'll they'll probably be trialling over the next week or two and, and they'll look to kick off in late January Feb and yeah, the autumn carnival certainly rolls around quite quickly so um, yeah, it never stops but looking forward to it Good on you, Liam. Thanks for the chat. Thanks for the report, and good luck with your meeting there today. Great. Thanks, Richard. And there is Liam O'Keefe for, uh, for a chat and his thoughts on Flemington racing today. So uh, that's a bit of a round the grounds. If you've just tuned in, uh, Rose Seal a good four, Kembla Grange a good four. The Gold Coast starts on a soft six, and there's just a patch there. Uh, they've had to move the rail out, and they've said from the 500 to the 300 metres, a little irrigation issue there. It's a bit of a softer patch there from the 5 to the 3, bit of a rail movement there, but a soft 6 uh, for the Gold Coast today. Uh, but you'd hope this these clouds sort of move on and the track's improving. Murray Bridge, our man there, saying soft 5 to a good 4. If it's 42 degrees, it'll be a good 4 and probably a good 3 before too long. And Flemington, uh, a good 4 for racing today. So, uh, stack of interviews after 7 o'clock. We'll, uh, we'll have a chat with uh, Ray Thomas will join us and uh, a number of interviews to hopefully guide you into a winner or two today. It's a very competitive highway. Uh, the third race at Rose Hill today, at Class 3, 1,500 metres, and Jenny Graham is coming to town with a vocator who looks a pretty good prospect. Jenny's on the line for a chat. Good morning, Jenny. Good morning. How are you? Very well. Where do we find you this morning? Have you broken the trip up? How have you done it? Uh, we came down yesterday. Um, we got here about lunchtime. Horse travelled really well. It only took us about four hours, so um, we had a really good trip. And you're coming to town with uh, an emerging horse. He's a four-year-old. He's a divine prophet gelding. He's won the three from 11, so you're thinking the time is right. Yeah, well, um, it was, I'm heading this horse to the country championships. Um, and look, it was a nice race going forward. Um, in between, we've got a, after this race, I've got roughly a month, so it sort of falls into place really nicely. Looks like a horse that just finds his feet that bit and finishes off really well. Yeah, look, he's drawn well today. Um, Ash knows him. Um, hopefully we can get a nice run in transit and, you know, be sort of midfield and, and um, get a trail. Uh, it is a bit of a trip down and travel. How does he appear to have handled things? Really well. Uh, look, he actually travelled a little bit better than I expected. He, he does get a little bit wound up at, at times, but um, look, he travelled down really well. He ate really well, drank. So, yeah, I'm pretty happy with him this morning. I'm looking at this ownership group. There's a few people there. Any of them coming down to watch him? Yes, they are. Yeah, there's quite <laughs> a few um, <laughs> that follow him around so which is really nice I mean that's what they have them for so yeah, yeah no quite a few of them have come we've got um, some coming from Brisbane um, that are in the horse and some locals from our area and yeah really good uh, Was he a yearling purchase or how did he come to your stable? 
Yes, he was. Yes, he was a yearling purchase. Um, we, we bought him and, um, yeah, we have, I've had him since as a yearling and progressed. He took a little bit of time early um, to develop. And, look, I think he's still got a little bit more to go yet as well. But um, he's coming along nicely, holding his condition a lot better this time. Uh, today's a good four. We, you look at his race record. He's been placed on a heavy nine at Port as well. So are we dealing with a pretty adaptable horse, certainly track condition-wise? Yes, we are. Yeah, I um, in his um, early, with, with, as you say, the first few races that he won, they were all on heavy tracks. And um, I was a little, you know, thinking, well, gee, I hope he's not only a, a wet track horse, but um, no, he's got quite a nice turn of foot, um, even on the dry. Was he asked to do much in that recent Tari trial? No, 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 no. no um, you know, it was you say that for like race a, day. <laughs> yeah, it was just like a, a, a fitness to just carry on forward, like towards or towards today. Yeah. Okay. What have you got coming up the next few days? What's uh, any any other horses that are that are that are racing that the listeners might like to know about? Um, I have Victoria Victorian back in work. Um, wow. He's coming along nicely. Um, he'll have a um, a certigraphy um, just to check his pelvis out in the next couple of weeks because he started to do a bit of work, um, a bit stronger work. So hopefully, you know, we'll be able to have him back. Um, also, I have a nice uh, two-year-old that's coming along nicely um, by Geekbox. Um, yeah. yeah, just got a couple of... I've only got a small team now. I've cut down a lot, but... Um, yeah, the ones that I have um, got going, they're all going well. I imagine Victoria would be delighted to be back in work, get, get back to what he does best. Yeah, let's hope so. <laughs> good on you, Jenny. We, uh, we appreciate the chat. Avocado, he looks a good prospect, and good luck with him in today's highway. Thank you very much. Good on you, Jenny Graham. Yeah, she uh, doesn't come to town lightly with these horses. It, uh, it has to be the right kind of horse at the right time, and uh, Avocatus certainly looks like that. He's a divine prophet gelding, big group of owners. If you're listening, good luck to you. Good luck to all the highway uh, runners today. It's a pretty competitive race. We'll hear from Daniel Saib after 7 o'clock. Uh, Zaru is still there for Joe Burgess. and Eastern Glow for Keith Dryden looks a... A pretty nice horse as well. So most competitive highway and maybe a few trainers thinking like Jenny and uh, country championships prospects uh, well in work and stepping out at this time. Racing HQ Saturday. Good to have you with us wherever you are listening or watching. Sky Thoroughbred Central, Sky Racing 1. Uh, the Tab app is a good way to go about it or just uh, on the wireless. 7 o'clock we might look to take a break here. Uh, on the other side, Ray Thomas joins us and uh, a number of interviews to get through to help you find a winner on a massive Saturday race day. The Southern Hemisphere's best yearlings on Australia's holiday playground. The 2023 Magic Millions Gold Coast Yearling Sale. January 10 to 16. It's the sale with a smart buyer shop for superstars. Graduates include Spring Carnival stars Cool and Gatter, Alligator Blood, Madame Pomery, Jackano, Ellsberg, Manzois, In Secret and Hong Kong champion Golden 60. The Gold Coast Yearling Sale offers the cream of the Australasian yearling crop. See the catalogue at magicmillions.com.au Tab has racing offers on tap this Magic Millions Day. On race one at the Gold Coast this Saturday, place a fixed odds win bet and if it loses, get a bonus bet back up to $50. That's a $50 bonus bet back if you lose on the first race at the Gold Coast this Magic Millions Day with Tab. For racing on tap, download the Tab app. Excludes WA residents. First online fixed odds win bet only. T's and C's and website. Gamble responsibly. Call Gamblers Help 1-800-858-858.
Hey breeders, heading to the upcoming sales? Don't risk your horse's condition. Make sure you use Poseidon Animal Health Stress Paste. Packed with nutrients that will allow your yearling to continue to eat throughout the sale, Stress Paste ensures that they get the extra gut support they need. It's your insurance policy to protect your preparation work. Visit Poseidon's new thoroughbred website at poseidonthoroughbred.com. That's poseidonthoroughbred.com. Poseidon Animal Health. Powering performance from within. Need a forklift? Don't just get a forklift, get a Toyota forklift. Toyota is the world's number one forklift brand. With a great range of pallet jacks, walkie stackers and reach forklifts, right up to their leading Toyota counterbalance forklifts. Legendary reliability and safety with cleaner, greener electric options. Toyota can tailor the right forklift solution for you. It's all part of the Toyota forklift advantage. For more, visit toyotamaturahandling.com.au. Get a Toyota forklift. Racing HQ, brought to you by Tab. For racing on Tab, download the new Tab app. And HQ Insurance. Be sure, insure with HQ. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help. 1-800-858-858. Racing HQ, Saturday morning. Away we go. Big day racing from the Gold Coast, of course. Uh, race 7 this afternoon here on the coast is the Magic Millions uh, two-year-old classic racing for $2 million. The Guineas uh, is race eight. Good group of three-year-olds there. So big prize money day here on the Gold Coast and uh, a man who'll have certainly one eye on the Gold Coast and um, plenty of attention on Rose Hill Gardens today is Ray Thomas. Good morning, Ray. Yeah, good morning, Richard, and good morning, everyone. Yet yeah, tremendous day of racing, isn't it, Rich? I know you're up there on the Gold Coast and that's thrown a little spanner in the works, isn't it, Rich? The, the rain overnight and the fact that um, the, the, um, uh, the rail has to be moved from the 500 to the 300, just out a little, due to that damp area of the track just around that home turn. So that's thrown a little bit of a spanner in the works and, again, just underlines how important um, barrier positions will be for the big ones. But back home here at Rose Hill, as you mentioned earlier, so, um, some very interesting runners today. This huge boom on... The filly from the Kieran Ma, David Eustace, Stable, Steel City. She's into the red already for the opener. And I see Kieran was um, reported as saying she could be his best two-year-old filly this season. So um, she's up against a, a colt called Red Resistance, who's trial well and some other promising first starters there. And down to probably race seven, I think, almost race for day stuff for me at Rose Hill, this clash between Dehorned, Unicorn, Spacewalk and others. So... Good meeting, plenty of depth right through the day at Rose Hill, but obviously the focus is where you are, Rich, and the Magic Millions. Yeah, just look at that market there, dollar ninety-five about Steel City. Yeah, not. I mean, we're going to talk all things Sydney, of course. But I think as far as the Gold Coast goes, you know, so I mean, so much hinges on barrier draws normally. But it just felt like uh, it felt like this year it was just maybe a bit more of an even field, and the barrier is pretty crucial. Talked spoke to Tony Gollan during the week, and he's delighted with skirt you know, skirt the law and, and the barrier she's drawn. But you know, they're all. They're all happy with their horses at this stage. We yeah. just, I suppose, we'll know what that track's doing and how it's playing uh, come race seven. Yeah, I guess, Rich, there's no capitalist or there's no huge... There's no standout two-year-old this season, is there? Like in capitalist year, he was a dollar forty, and he won as a dollar forty chance should. But this year, they do seem to be a very even crop of two-year-olds, um, an exciting crop, and there's obviously some talent amongst them, but... Nothing is said, I am the best and most dominant two-year-old. Yet we may all be saying that 
just after 4.25 when the Magic Millions has run. But um, fascinating race. The Guinea is also an important race and big money right through the day. And you've had a big week, Rich. The, the sales have been extraordinary and, again, just underlines the, the robust nature of Australian racing and breeding. It seems immune to the economic pressures of everyday society, doesn't it? It's the same little bubble, it's the same little weird little mm. bubble. It's uh, an, an enormous market. Just, uh, speaking of markets, I don't know if Munz is listening and he can tell us what, what's happened here. Well, Skirt the Law is now a clear favourite for the Magic Millions wow. two-year-old classic. She's she's four sixty fixed with the tab. Empire of Japan five dollars. Sovereign Sovereign Fund six dollars. She she was even yesterday afternoon. She was seven dollars. So Skirt the Law. She. Uh, um, again, we'll, we'll hear from Munns after 8 o'clock. He may well be listening now, but the local filly into favourite now. So, mm. anyway. Well, and I guess going back to that situation with the barriers, which she's drawn an ideal gate and she's got that, that early tactical speed to take full advantage of the gate. So, it, she'll be in a position where um, she'll be out of trouble and uh, certainly racing on the speed and her two wins have been quite brilliant so um, there'll be a lot of locals cheering for her fascinating race this year Rich It is, uh, let's talk to a man who's going to be busy in a couple of places today and that's Greg Hickman, g'day Greg Good morning Richard Ray How's, um, how's the week been treating you? I heard your name called out for a yearling how many, have, how many have you come away with so far? No we just bought uh, two on the first day, a shameless reward, Colt, and the spirit of boom. Okay. Hey, good morning, Greg. You couldn't get a Pirata? Too dear, Ray. I went to 500 <laughs> for one, and they, they put their hand up again, and I said, well, 600 starting to hit the wrong end of the scale. <laughs> yeah, a little way back from there, Greg. <laughs> yeah, for sure, but no, they've been pleasing. There's some really nice um, Piratas there, and uh, geez, mm. I hope they come out and win a slipper or something. Uh, he's going to be a great stay, and I think he did a fantastic job with him and won the Magic Things Guineas. I think it was 2018, Greg. And you're back again with a horse who perennially comes to the Gold Coast and races tremendously well. I'm talking about 11-11. He lines up in the Magic Means the syndicate today. If he wins, becomes the first horse to win at four successive Magic Means carnivals. He's been terrific for the stable, Greg. No, he certainly has, Ray. I mean, you've got to have that in a small sale. You have one, your best, one of the best horses leave, and, and you need someone to fill his um, place, and he's done that very well. And it's not so much the money um, today; it's about trying to get the, the four ones in the row, which you know, what I mean, another eleven, yeah. eleven. Yeah, and he's drawn Barry eleven today too. Yeah, yeah, no, <clears throat> it won't leave us, will it? <laughs> what about this year? Greg, um, look at the form. You, there's a question mark against him. He, he's had three unplaced runs. He did lose his rider at the Hunter when he looked like he was in a spot of bother, but has come to that okay. His run in the Razor Sharp was, I think, a pass mark, but his recent trial just before New Year, I think you must have been encouraged by that heading towards today's race. Yeah, Ray, I mean, it's been a different preparation, this preparation. Um, but he carried 60 kilos the other day and he's only got beaten three lengths and his work at home, work Sunday morning before he came up was just extraordinary. It was as good as probably he's ever worked. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've done all the work at home. 
He's up here, the, the bin, he's licked the bin clean every uh, meal that he's had and he's uh, probably could have worked him a bit harder this morning and come back full of beans. Well, that means the horse is thriving. You've picked up James McDonald as well and do you give a jockey like James McDonald any instructions or just say, go and do your thing today on 11-11? Oh, we'll just do what we normally do, talk and go, I mean, there's a man on board and, I mean, you can tell jockeys whatever you like and sometimes it doesn't even happen, does it? So <laughs> he's, he's, uh, he's one of the best jockeys around and uh, I'm sure he'll uh, steer him very well. Well, best of luck with 11-11. And, and back home at Rose Hill, Trevest resumes in race four. Brody Nixon made him a, a horse to follow from the trials with Richard a little early. And I've got to say, Greg, he is trialling up a storm, Trevest. Yeah, no, it's come back pretty good this time. And he had a few little feed issues last time. And uh, that's why he likes the track. You know, I mean, nothing we could sort of say that's what was wrong. But he does like the sting out of the ground. He's worked... Work's been uh, up to scratch. I mean, he's the type of horse you can't work real hard because there's, uh, there's not a lot of him. And, uh, yeah, I mean, he looks like a tall giraffe. There's some of the Travis stocks too. But uh, I'm pretty happy with him going in today. Tyler will ride him very well, and he just needs a bit of luck at Rosal. He's an interesting horse. You were telling me he's not a horse who, who puts on or carries a lot of condition. So... And you just mentioned you can't do a lot with him on the track. So is he a hard horse to get a handle on? By that I mean, Greg, are you happy with him going into his first up run this afternoon? Yeah, I am, Ray. You know, I mean, he looks how he looks. Yeah, man, I've just been how I would like him to look. But, uh, look, he's a fit horse. As you said, he trial well. And, you know, I mean, can't, I can't get a 100% guide on him. his work because we just go through just a nice, easy work about running him up a furlong and saying, yeah, he's run a real good time this morning. We just let him do his normal normal thing and uh, go to the races like that. Mm. Uh, Rich, it's not often you can say in Sydney Saturday race that the rank outsider of a particular race is a live winning chance. That's the case with Trevest today. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, would have to be some kind of a hope. Greg, we, uh, we look towards Kembla Grange today. Um, race two, Private Detective and Mr Cheeky will both be running there? They'll be both running, Rich. Um, Private Detective comes off a, a win at Goulburn where he's won two or three of those. He's pleased us this time in. This is not a, a give-me race, but uh, the horse did very, very well. Mr Cheeky... A little bit disappointed the other day. We put a tongue tie on him today. He's another horse you can't do a lot with, but he could uh, he could sneak a place. Very good. Good to chat, Greg, on race morning. Uh, one thing we do know, when 11-11 turns up on the Gold Coast on this day, <laughs> you must get off the float, Greg, and look around and say, oh, here we go again. It's my day. <laughs> well, it's nice. You know, man might be, able to buy, might be able to find a little bit more money to buy one. You'll be right. They're cheaper tonight, they reckon. They're cheaper after the after the race day. They look better after the race as I give it a drink. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't be one of those people at the bar that thinks it's funny to put their hand up and get stuck with one. Thank you, Greg. No, thank you, guys. Uh, Greg Hickman, there you go. He's won. Uh, he's won just shy of three million dollars. Ray, this horse, eleven eleven. He's he's just the kind of horse everyone would love to own. Uh, he's remarkable. It wasn't that long ago. We're talking back in May. He was Group One placed in Brisbane. So um, it wasn't that long ago when he was racing at the absolute elite level. And here he is, effectively in a a wait for age race 
which he's very well placed given his record and he loves this track. Um, Greg sounded quite upbeat about him and he's got James McDonald. So a lot to like about 11-11 today. Yeah, for sure. Rosehill Gardens holding up pretty well for the moment. Uh, a good four at Rosehill Gardens. We'll keep an eye on how these, uh, how, how these fields uh, uh, hold up rates, but it's a, it's a pretty solid meeting there in Sydney today. I mean, we spoke to Brody. Some of the, what did you make of King's Gambit on Monday? Outstanding. Just a brilliant trial. And if you watch it closely, which I love the way... I spoke to Tommy Berry afterwards, and it said it looked... It seemed like the colt did it on his own, and Tommy said he hardly had to even manoeuvre the horse around the heels of the leaders. He's so professional. Um, he won under a tight hold. He, he he just looks the real deal, doesn't he? We'll talk to Peter Snowden a little later. When I did talk to Peter during the week, the plans were to run first up in the Cannonbury Stakes later this month, and then a decision is made whether he does go to Melbourne for the Blue Diamond or stays and they concentrate on the Golden Super campaign. The team's Snowden, they've got so much depth in their two-year-old talent, they can they can spread some of these horses around a little, can't they? But certainly the King's Gambit are, are very, very exciting. Yeah, no doubt about it. He's, uh, he's a horse that, uh, yeah, we can't wait to see get back to the races. So working our way through uh, our interviews for this morning and getting a hold of people around the place, we'll try and, uh, uh, if anyone walks past here that is of note, it's pretty quiet here at the moment, Ray, I must say, but if anyone walks past, I will certainly uh, grab them for a chat. Daniel Simon. Uh, I'm in the, um, the bar area. Oh, yeah, yep. I'm in the bar. It's behind the sales ring. Did you get that coffee? There's a young, blo- there's a young fellow walking past now that's carrying three coffees. I suspect one of them is not mine. Is that mine? No. No, no, it's all right. Nevesh is bringing one over, apparently. The Nevesh, ne- Nevesh is bringing one over. It's okay. <laughs> it's uh, young. Yeah, well, Nevesh said he would. Let's see what does happen. That young fellow walked past and said, Huh? <laughs> some bloke with some bloke with headphones on talking to me. What's he on about? Uh, Danielle Side with us on a Saturday morning. G'day, Danielle. Good morning, boys. How are you? Good, thanks. Have you been on the coast looking for a horse or two? I have been. I have been. How are you travelling? Yeah, good. Good. Picked up a, a couple. Uh, I joined her cult a few days ago. Um, a yes, yes, yes. Philly in uh, conjunction with Canton Thoroughbred and a and brutal Philly. Nice work, nice work. Yeah, con- congratulations, Daniel. Um, you mentioned Champion Thoroughbreds. Is there other stable clients who have come on board who have helped you go about purchasing these yearlings in the last week? Yeah, we've had terrific um, support from our clients. There's a couple of young young fellows from Wollongong that are starting out. Um, Jared and Ben from Triple J Racing have supported us as well with the um, Gardento cult, which is great. Yeah. And, um, you know, current, current stable clients, they always like to get involved. Mm. Well, it's not surprising, Daniel, because the stable is going, it's having a fantastic season. And one of the, the flag bearers, so to speak, is King of Spades. And he finally broke through for a deserved highway when he was second in three successive highways. He gave him a little freshen up going into Ramek on New Year's Eve and, he was tough that day. He was under all sorts at the top of the straight, Daniel, but found a way to win. Yeah, it was very, um, a very tough win. Um, he came back in very good order. You know, we gave him a, a short little, short little fresh enough, and he does thrive off that. Um, he, he's a horse that's pretty versatile. Um, as his record says, you know, he can 
be effective on, on good through the heavy and, and 1400 first up fresh um, and then that's our last pressing went down a, a whisker in an 1800 metre highway. So mm. he's an after for horse, and I think consistent racing and, you know, you know, big pressing fields like the highways, just really sort him on. He's a tough one, more genuine racehorse, and I think he knows what he's used to now. Yeah, he certainly showed that at Bama Class start. Up to 1500 today, that's no issue for him. Again, a, a slightly awkward draw. He'll come out of gate nine with the scratchings at the moment, but he, he overcame. Uh, barrier 10 at Randwick. What do you say to young Dylan Gibbons this afternoon, if anything, Daniel, about where to where to position King of Spades early? Yeah, I think um, it is a similar draw to last fortnight. Um, don't really need to give, give the riders too many instructions, I don't, I don't believe. Um, mm-hmm. The horse always jumps fairly well and um, shows a bit of, bit of early speed. He's quite um, an easy horse to ride, really. He doesn't doesn't get travelling too hard, so you can, you know, use a little bit of aggression and get in to settle in for four, um, yep. usually speaking, and I would, would like to think that maybe we could, we could be our first four, one out, one back, like last week, for a while we were anyway, that would be, that would be great, he's obviously mm. able to appreciate that little bit more room, and he keeps coming in the state, so, um, you know, he's obviously not going to get hemmed up on, on the fence. He's, I think the position you don't want to be on him, he'll certainly know, know harder than what he faced fortnight ago. So as long as Dylan can get across somewhere, somewhere there in the first half, he'll be right in it. Yeah, he certainly will be such a, such a genuine horse. Your other runner today is in race five. That's Blood River. He comes out of the same highway and he led for a long way or outside leader for a long way. The other horse with him dropped out of the contest. Blood River stuck on really well, Daniel. Finished fourth, only beaten about a length and a half. Um, this is a tough race he's in this afternoon, but uh, how has he trained on since that Randwick run? Yeah, he certainly um, exceeded expectations. He, he's lost it um, down good form since he joined the stable and continued mm. to, um, to take that next step every run. Um, he, he was arguably the best run of the race. I thought in the highway a fortnight ago, he did, he did all the donkey work up front from the wide gate and, and stuck on very solid. So um, he's, you know, a little bit out of his depth today, being in a benchmark race. Um, he's speed map. He did it a little bit kind um, from the wide-ish draws. I thought he'd, he'd just come across his nose and, and maybe just sit behind the speed today. Um, he... he He'll give a good sight. I'm sure he'll give a good mm-hmm. at, at the top of the straight. Just whether he, he measures up against benchmark company is, is the question. I dare say you're looking at a highway again with him down the track soon. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's always yeah. hard to, to program with the highways, um, particularly, you know, he's only a class three horse and I don't believe he, he runs the 1500. Um, so, you know, you want to try to keep them in that system if, if they're good yeah. enough. To run, you know, top five all the time. It's, it's great prize money. The owners really enjoy the day out, and um, it's just, you know, it's, it's the way to do it. I think you keep them, keep them um, running in as many highways as you can if they're going to be consistent performers, and, and eventually they, you know, they knock a couple off. 
$120,000 prize money for Saturday Highways. It's hard to knock, isn't it, Danielle? Look, um, thanks for joining us this morning. Best of luck today. Did you stay at the Gold Coast or you're back for Rose Hill this afternoon? No, I'm still still up north. Um, staff handling the horses today, which is lovely. And uh, enjoy a little bit more of the good weather before we head back next week. Is there, a, is, is, there, is there a winner, Danielle, there at Wagga on Tuesday? I know we're worrying about today, but uh, do this all day in Amaranth. A couple of runners at Wagga early next week for some uh, some listeners that might want to be interested. Yeah, yeah, do this all day here and um, he's in a, a non-cutter cup uh, last start. He's just struggling on the side of track. Um, since he's on and a large track at Wagga back out in district, certainly... Um, all possible for him. He could put in a, a good effort. And Emirates is, is obviously um, a mare with a, a bit of ability. Um, over 1,300 country class one, so she looks to be placed very nicely and, and be hard to beat yet again. Okay, good on you, Danielle. Great to chat. Good luck today and also next week. And yeah, good luck with those yearlings you're taking home. You look like you've shopped pretty well around the edges there. Good luck today. Thank you, Richard. Thanks, Ray. Anytime, Thanks, Danielle. Thank you. Um, you've watched your trainers come through the ranks, don't you, Ray? And uh, Danielle's mm. one of those doing some pretty good things around the place. Yeah, I was having a talk to her during the week, Rich, and I'm not sure if you're aware, but. Um, she was juggling racehorse training and we know trainers are all time poor but she was also a, um, a science teacher at, at high school as well um, down there near Goulburn and uh, but her stable's going so well now Rich that she literally gave away the teaching and, and full time on on racehorse training and she's, I think she's up to about 24 horses in work at the moment and having a tremendous season and that's reflected in the fact that she's now active and buying at such a major sell-off the Magic News as well. No doubt our next guest wants to be right amongst the action again at a couple of venues today and that's Gerald Ryan. G'day Gerald. Hey, good morning Richard. Morning, how, you, how, how are you handling the week? Yeah, busy. Full time, full on, but it's alright, yeah. Yeah, good morning Gerald. How have you been um, going at the sales? Have you picked up a few? Well, we've got six, we've bought six and we've got uh, two others who have clients to train, so um, I think that's about the number we get here every year, so yeah, no, it's all right. Good. You know, oh, oh, you really like, we chased them and we were able to get them, so no, it was good. Oh, fantastic. Gerald, I was just mentioning to Richard earlier, it's remarkable how the racing and breeding industry seems to continually be so robust even with other economic pressures in society sort of causing some issues. But in racing, as Richard put it, it's the own little bubble and it's such a robust industry at the moment. Yeah, it's, no, prize money helps heaps. You know, it's, mm. I did a little horse like, um, Steph said, you know, after one last week, he's, he's won over 600,000, I think. So, you know, the prize money is really good and it doesn't take a lot win a couple up hundred thousand now with the prize money the way it is and the bonuses and the sale restricted races and all that it's um, no it's very healthy still hard to find one fast enough <laughs> yeah it's not easy but you had a couple of fast ones up there at the Gold Coast today George so we'll start up there where you are at the moment deficit was terrific last week um, on the quick back up this afternoon 
Yeah, well, he's done really well, Ray. Um, like you say, his top ride last week, here in fell in the place. He's going to 2,200 metres for the first time. Um, question mark. It's going to look to be a genuine run race. Wouldn't like to see the track getting himself to Froome, though, you know. He's, mm. uh, uh, but uh, he's done terrific during the week. He's bright and well and good in himself, and he's driving in the feed bin and he's bouncing coming off the track this morning so um yeah, if you're going to run 2200 metres it's today if he doesn't run it today he'll never run it you know and just know there's a question mark is he good enough you know you yeah. step up in grade to what he's been running in but he's only a little fella and he drops from 58 and a half down to 52 so that's going to help somewhat Rock hard fit in form, as you said, big drop in weight to the limit. So, if he's ever going to run 2200, it'll be today. What about Green Shadows? He's also on the quick backup. Um, look, had his chance at Rose Hill last week, didn't shirk his task, just beaten by Danish Prince. Um, back to his own age, admittedly, it's the Magic Millions Guineas, it's not an easy race. But when, when did he arrive on the Gold Coast and all systems go for today? Yeah, well, he done well still. He went home on uh, Monday night, Tuesday morning, and he was good and bouncy and all that. And he travelled up here on Thursday morning, hadn't missed a beat, but he just knew where he was because he stayed here in the winter. Um, and he's done really well. Where I think it's going to help him today is he's going to get a genuine run race, like last yeah. week. Just over racing a little bit when he's in behind him, and and they were they went steady gallop and probably left him a little bit flat footed. Um, mm-hmm. But he'll appreciate what looks to be a genuine run race and uh, off the gate. I think he jumps out of eleven. Um, uh, off the gate, he'll probably be halfway back, and you know he'll be strong at the end. You know, yeah, seven hundred and thirty metres or something today. You know, some of these horses may not run it, and you do know he'll be strong at the end. Yeah, exactly. Well, two good chances. The magic means some lovely chances back on your home track here at Rose Hill. Gerald, you start the day in the open of the two-year-old with general salute. Two nice trials. He's ready to go to the races. Hot little two-year-old race. I guess they, they always are in Sydney, aren't they, Gerald? Yeah, no, this, um, they are. there's no easy two-year-old races anywhere now. Um, especially this time of the year. And uh, he's a nice horse. Um, he'll be better later on. Um, he's a half-brother to brutality. Hasn't got brilliant gate speed, but um, he'll be hitting the line well. He's 1,100 metres of suiting down the ground compared to the 800 metre trolls he's had. And, um, but no, he's a nice enough horse. Um, uh, not a precocious running two-year-old, but like I say, he'll be strong late. Exactly. Another horse will be strong later. I'm really keen on Cotton Fingers in race five. Love to hear your thoughts. I thought he was terrific first up at Warwick Farm. Is he one of these horses, uh, Gerald, that was handling the wet tracks but is really appreciating getting back on top of the ground at last? I I think so. No, I, mm. I didn't have him a long time last time, and um, uh, he, he he was a slow learner. He was a cult. He had other things on his mind. Um, ran terrific first when he first came back into work. I didn't think uh, Gelding had done a lot for him until he had his had his first trial. And um, after that, he just come focused. He's going good. He's run riding riding quite last uh, first up was terrific. And um, arguably, he gets a clear run at the top of the straight. He wins, but 
um, he, he'll be ready for sit today and um, mm-hmm. getting to the, his journey now, second up, he's fitting well, ready to go, and I'm expecting to run very well, you know? Yeah, yeah, competitive race, but I think he's a terrific chance. Mr Mosaic, on his best form, would be hard to beat in race seven. Is he at his best, Joel? I don't think so, Ray. Um, yeah. He's working good, he's bright and well. Um, uh, he's just, you know, um, today's uh, crossroads. You know, he has to do something today to uh, warrant going on with him, but he seems bright, he seems well. Um, but um, I just don't know where he's going as well as he, 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 he was going, you know? Yeah. If I could, on his best form, he, he would just go out and just run and he'd run time and he'd get horses off the bit. Do you try and do that today? I know it's a stack of speed in this race, but do you ride him with intent, use his natural asset, his best asset, and just see if he can find that best form again? Yeah, we'll be going back to doing that, Ray. Um, again, okay. right and aggressive. Um, mm-hmm. Like you say, you seem to race well that way. He raced well at 1,100 metres on firmer ground and uh, go back ride him that way and uh, just see if he can bounce back and find a bit of, bit of his proper form, you know. Well, we'll give him something to chase if he does, of course, he can run time on his day. And down to the last, Gerald and Bitcoin Baby, did she surprise you first up? It was a really good win. She hit the line hard there at White Farm just before Christmas. She's given her plenty of time to get over it, but she's a mare who's always had ability, so that must give you confidence she's come back in great order. She come back really well. She's grown and strengthened and come back really well. She um, was over racing last preparation and struggling on wet ground. And we sort of went back to all this time in to put a Norton bit on her and teach her to settle and teach her to relax. And uh, she'd done that lovely the other day. Um, just staying at 1,100 metres is a question mark. She made but it was a nice race to try and have another crack at getting her to settle properly and hitting the line. And um, like you say, she's proven she's up to Saturday grade before. Um, so uh, I can picture her. She had a bit of luck in the draw, which is awkward. Doesn't look to be brilliant speed in the race, but she can have a bit of luck and get cover well um, she'll find the line strong. Terrific, yeah, some good chances at race, so a couple of great chances at the Gold Coast. Thanks for joining us, Gerald. Best of luck today. I know. Thanks, Ray. Thank you, Gerald. We'll let him go, Gerald Ryan, getting a, getting ready for a, bit, a pretty busy day for, for he and Sterling Alexio mm-hmm. uh, around the place. Uh, a little side note at the sales, Ray, that people might not know, and uh, I, I suppose it might not mean anything, but we had a top price here of $2.7,000 for an Iron Invincible Colt from Anaheat. Uh, Chris Waller will train him, and when Chris went to sort of back to the box and, you know, I was, hang on, he used to be a, another pretty good filly that came out of this same, very same box. He was in the same box as Winks, so hopefully, hopefully, hopefully a bit of that rubs off on the big Colt. Yeah, amazing, wasn't it? I think that 2.7 mil came, was it just 24 hours after um, the record was set at 2.6 mil with the sunlight, Billy, by memory, I think, yeah. um, Rich. So it's been an extraordinary sale. 
We shall take a break. This is Racing HQ Saturday. Still uh, a few people to touch base with this morning. Uh, we'll grab, grab a hold of Richard Friedman, hopefully, shortly. Adrian Bott and Peter Snow-Nor with great chances around the place today. A break and back with, uh, back with more shortly on Saturday HQ. The sun is shining, the waves are crashing and hooves are thundering in the southeast. It feels like summer is here and with it, the Queensland Summer Racing Carnival. The carnival's jewel in the crowd. The $11 million Magic Billions Race Day is now the only meeting in Australia to stage $8 million plus races and will close the curtain on an epic summer carnival. The Magic Millions two-year-old classic and the three-year-old guineas once again take centre stage. It feels like summer again and Queensland is racing. For all the details, visit queenslandsummercarnival.com.au Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help. 1-800-858-858. You know the feeling when your mate's golf ball flies past yours? Or when you're on the green in regulation, but he holds it from the bunker? At Drummond Golf, we get it. That's why we have our lowest price guarantee. As Australia's biggest, you can count on our massive buying power for the lowest prices in golf. But if you do happen to find a lower advertised price, we'll beat it. The Drummond Golf lowest price guarantee. Unbeatable. Conditions apply. It's a big week of harness racing at Juni from Tuesday night, January 24, with the Pacers Cup party Saturday night, January 28. Party night is sure to be a fun family night out with on-course entertainment galore, including live music from Nathan Lamont and Jumping Castle for the kids, as well as plenty of bars, food and tap facilities, plus the mini trotters in action and mechanical bull riding. Follow the Juni Harness Racing Club on Facebook for updates. The Southern Hemisphere's best yearlings on Australia's holiday playground. The 2023 Magic Millions Gold Coast Yearling Sale, January 10 to 16. It's the sale where the smart buyers shop for superstars. Graduates include Spring Carnival stars Cool and Gatter, Alligator Blood, Madame Pomery, Jackano, Ellsberg, Manzois, In Secret, and Hong Kong champion Golden 60. The Gold Coast Yearling Sale offers the cream of the Australasian yearling crop. See the catalogue at magicmillions.com.au. Racing HQ, brought to you by Tab. For racing on Tab, download the new Tab app. And HQ Insurance. Be sure, insure with HQ. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help, 1800 858 858. Well, welcome back to the show. Great to have you with us. Race day. It's race day around the nation. Uh, and uh, I suppose plenty of race leads at the Gold Coast today. Big day of racing from Rosehill Gardens. Time to welcome in our next guest. He's been in the thick of the action in the sales ring. He's hoping to be in the thick of the action on race day today. Adrian Bod, Body, good morning. Yeah, good morning, guys. We, uh, we don't find you like Len Munsey, do we? You've you know, had a bit of a kayak, a bit of a bike ride down to the beach for a swim and then... The horses. How's how's your Saturday been? Ah, uh, yeah, mate. No, uh, just just been to check on to check on everything. Everything's good to, good to go. So looking forward to the build up today. I think he's too busy for that. I think Rich. Good morning, Adrian. And we'll we'll cut straight to the chase. Three terrific chances in the the Magic Means to your old classic Platinum Jubilee Royal Entrance Summer Loving. How are they? Can you split them? Does it come down to luck and running, Adrian? Yeah, look, all, all in very good shape. Can certainly make a good case for, for each of them. Um, Royal Entrance, he, he, he's on the backup. I guess that's a pattern that we've seen um, mm. used very successfully in, in, in previous years. So take a lot of confidence from that. Um, the horse itself sort of come through the race in, in great shape. He's, uh, he's bouncing. He's improving all the time. Uh, look, no doubt he's got to, got to improve again. 
off his last start run, um, but I do feel there's an improvement to come, and he's drawn well, so um, you got to like his pattern. He puts himself up on pace, and he's a, he's a tough horse, so um, there's plenty plenty of cases to make for him. Um, Summer Loving seems to be coming through a you know, very good form line. There's been plenty of winners coming out of that Wyong race. Um, you know, a few a few that she beat home have come out and won since. Uh, she gets the gets the blinkers on. Just felt in a two run, she was just getting a bit too far out of um, out of her ground and giving herself too much to to do. Um, mm. so her blinkers should help her take a more prominent position in the run today. Hopefully, we can see that. Uh, she's trialled in the on the Gold Coast since. Uh, she had a look around the track. She's been ticking over nicely and. Um, yeah, it's been hard to fault what she's done to date, and then um, yeah, obviously Platinum Jubilee, and uh, she was yeah excellent in her career debut on the Jim Crack, and yeah, I feel that first up run, returning this this preparation was was excellent. Uh, she just gave out in condition there late in the run, uh, so she's opened a really good improvement, and I feel that's probably the the right form race to come through, and she's pretty versatile in in her racing pattern and, and drawn well, so um, you know certainly a, a case to make for her as well. Exactly. Just on summer loving, Adrian, was she slow into stride or was she missing a start in the first two races and had the blinkers rectified that, that slow getaway, so to speak? Uh, first up, I feel she was probably a bit slow into stride. Uh, at Wyong, she, she jumped well, but just didn't quite didn't quite muster the, the, the early speed. Um, you know, fairness, yeah. they did travel pretty pretty strongly in that in that race, but just feel the blinkers have allowed her to um, just have that bit more tactical speed and, and, and travel travel kinder in, in the early stages. Mm. Uh, Rich and I were talking earlier, Adrian, there's, there's no capitalist this year, there's no dance hero from years gone by, there's no dominant two-year-old at the moment at least. We might be saying something different after the two-year-old race this afternoon, but does that is that how you see it? And what do you think, or is there one main danger? Oh, look, I guess it's sort of hard to hard, hard to line up. There's um, yeah, plenty of horses going in with with nice profiles. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. everything's obviously lightly lightly raced, and um, you know, sort of looking to, to peak here. So hard to sort of match up some of the form lines. Um, yeah, obviously there's been some strong support. Um, yeah, in the last 24 hours for um, some local runners as well. Um, yeah, I, I do feel the form coming through. Uh, yeah, that Sydney race of Platinum Jubilee. I, I, I feel that's probably the probably the strongest. So I'm sort of leaning to something coming out of that that, that, that form line. Yeah, that was Fire Lane just beating Platinum Jubilee and Empire of Japan a close third. Good chances all day today at the Gold Coast. Adrian Van Jelic is second up in the Phillies and Mares. Touch awkward draw, but this is the sort of race where she invariably is very competitive. Yeah, you'd think so. This has always been a bit of a target for her to to, to get her up to this race. Um, first up, she's um, she's never she's never great. First up, she does certainly improve second up. Um, but but I was slightly disappointed with the run there um, at Canterbury. But she was up against some um, some fit horses deep in their campaign, and um, you know she. She just sort of struggled on 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 that track, so um, I think with that run now she can uh, she can show improvement and, and looks much better much better placed here. Yep, three runners in the sub zero, the staying race, Zumon, Splendiferous, too much caviar. Um, how do you rate all three? Uh, Zumon feels in, in great shape. I, I feel he's probably the um, probably probably doing the best of, of our three up here. Um, too much caviar rise here in in, in great. 
great winning form. He's, he's taken plenty of confidence. Uh, got to stretch him out a bit further again, but uh, the way he was ridden there last start, I, I think that'll help. Um, Splendiferous, she's she's got the class of, class of all three. Um, mm-hmm. She's just take it does take a, a little while to to find her form and uh, and reach her peak. So uh, no doubt she'll she'll improve off her, her two races this campaign. And just finally, Adrian, at the Gold Coast, marching a, a lovely colt. You've given him plenty of trials to prepare for his first start in the debut for the two-year-olds. And again, a little awkwardly drawn, but he's shown a bit at the trials. He has, yeah. I think it's um, mm. it takes a. I think it's going to take a certain type of horse to to, to be winning this this race. I think it'll probably be a, a a very strongly run race. But he's got plenty of plenty of speed himself. Um, he's yeah, he's been been great at the trial. Done, done a few things wrong early days, so it's just taken a little while to to iron a few of those few of those things out. But he, he seems to be improving all the time, and he's got plenty of that natural speed. So um, awkward draw for him, but hopefully he can he can show enough dash to get across. Mm, amazing that two year olds first starts can be racing for five hundred thousand. It's it's extraordinary. Uh, back home, Adrian, three runners at this stage. I, I haven't checked the scratchings, but a lot of interest in your two-year-old making his debut. Red Resistance. He's up against another boom two-year-old, the Philly Steel City. But certainly, Red Resistance has shown a lot at the trials. He's got the tactical speed, I think, Adrian, to take advantage of Gate One. Yeah, look, he's lovely big, lovely big cold. Um, Going to certainly continue to improve off whatever he does today, and. I've probably got the scope to go a little bit further, but I, I loved his most recent trial. That was uh, mm. excellent. He sort of sat sat wide throughout, um, but I still loved the acceleration. He was able to show off the back of it, so I thought it was very uh, very encouraging from him. Um, obviously does, yes, bump into what looks to be a very very sharp filly, so um, yeah, he's going to have to be right at the top of his of his game, but I think it'll give us a good line on him. Um, yeah, I think he's a nice nice horse for us going, going forward, but certainly want to try and capitalise and, and, and utilise that draw that he's got. Yeah, one of the very good rides for Brett Preble today, who makes his Sydney Saturday debut, so to speak, looking like he might base himself here from now on. Adrian, down to race 4-4, four, four, Bella, excellent first up, looks hard to beat here. Yeah, definitely. He, um, I thought he stuck on very well, distance probably short of his best there first up, uh, and a bit of improvement to come in his fitness, so he's looks to have trained on nicely, um, should be better suited here today, and yeah, I think I think a, a nice chance for us. Exactly, a good tough horse, as is Najirati, who um, has got a terrific second up record. Again, the barrage rule hasn't been kind, but he was good enough first up to suggest he'll be hard to beat here, Adrian. Yeah, I thought he was, he was really good first up, probably one of the, the better first up runs I've seen from him um, in his preparations. So off the back of that, expect him to be very, very competitive today. He's, he's in great shape, trained on really well. Uh, appears to be appears to be in really good order. So hopefully we can see him uh, go close for us today. Do you just tell Dylan to just go forward and try and negate that barrier or do Yeah, I think we I think we have to. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I think he, he he's able to do that now, um, having had that run. And I think that's probably the best way best way to ride him. Exactly. And Adrian, you had a two year old debut. I think it was packing him on Thursday. The instructor. Very, very impressive. One by a margin, one easing up, did everything right. Uh, where is he in the pecking order of Tyke Lodge Juvenile? Um, he's heading, heading on a blue diamond pass. He's yeah, right. very sharp. He, 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 he trialled uh, he, he, he in Sydney uh, a few weeks back and was yeah, extremely sharp and um, mm. impressive in his in his trial. Um, 
that probably would have been enough to qualify him for a race like the debutant here on the Magic Millions, uh, being sort of a, a graduate from there. But we just felt maybe he was a a horse that could be competitive in in in, in a Blue Diamond sort of campaign or, or preparation. So we sort of dodged that race and thought we'd get him down to Melbourne and get him settled in and, and, and sort of try and qualify him and, and prepare him for that. So that's where he sort of sits in the pecking order. He's down there and hopefully, uh, hopefully we'll see him, um, you know, come out and continue to improve off that. Fair enough. Well, Rich, on that one run, uh, he's already $7 second favourite for the Blue Diamond, the instructor. Yeah, no, they pulled the right rein to, to have him uh, have him run and run well there. Adrian, good to chat on race morning. All the best of luck to yourself and Gay at a couple of venues. And, yeah, appreciate you coming on race morning. No, thanks very much, guys. Good on you. Thanks, Adrian Bodgun, Adrian. Morning, Barry. We good? Very good. Managing Director Barry Baddich. B-Pun? Yeah, it was perfect. So, <laughs> my man, my man um, Grant Boyden, who runs the whole thing, says... Um, has Barry bought your coffee yet? I said, Barry's a very busy man. He can't, can't be doing that. <laughs> Love one. Is that okay? I'll pay for it. Yeah, sure. Large flat white. Half a sugar. Sorry? I can't man, mate. Good man. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Sorry, listeners. Who's our next guest, Ray? Hello, Peter. Peter. Good morning to you. Just... Good morning, guys. How are you? Good, thank you. You've left, uh, you've left, you've left Paul and, and Will in charge of the buying up here. I see. What's happening? Yes, it, there's been some nervous moments. <laughs> <laughs> uh, are you heading up today, Pete? Yeah, mate. I'll, I'll stay. I'll stay in saddle up here. And Paul and Colin are up there, so they're in good hands. Yeah. Okay. And and you're happy with the purchases that Paul and the, the team have got so far this week at the Magic Man sale? Yeah, yeah, we've we got some nice horses there. Uh, we stand on a couple others, but it's a pretty strong market. And happy what we have. Yeah, Paul, the team always are competitive on Magic Millions Day, even more so than most years this year. Terrific team, and congratulations on getting three into the Magic Millions two year old race Empire of Japan, Sovereign Fund, Godfather. The, the barrier draw wasn't overly kind to all three, but how do you rate their chances, Pete? A pretty even race, Ray. I think nothing's really about It's a very even race, so uh, the draws were crucial. We've missed the board there. Uh, but look, it's thought it's worth the ring in really good order. Uh, they've had good preps uh, and uh, more than happy how they've been going. And they've gone up in there in, in really good order. So that's, that's going to stand them a good shed, I feel. Okay. Empire Japan has been at the top of the betting or thereabouts right the way through since that breeder's plate. When, and I refer to that race, Pete, because that was a high-pressure race and he unleashed a tremendous finishing burst that day. I think there were excuses for him at Randwick last start with Tempo, etc. but he'll have a race run at that frenetic tempo of a breeder's place here at the Magic Means. That'll suit him, Pete. Yeah, we think so, Ray. We think absolutely. Yes, mm. the other day, but it is to be a fast race here for sure. If you want to middle gate, it should be able to get into it somewhere in the, in the three, four pairs back. But... Uh, you know, he did here today that he won it. Should have given a good chance here today. Exactly. What does Jamie Carr do with Sovereign Fund? His form's been terrific. He looks a natural two-year-old, but that barrier's going to make things tough. Yeah, look, he's probably going to go forward. He meant, mm. he meant they got, but they've got no choice. I think um, they're both on-speed horses to try and drag them back, even though they're running quick to get where do you fit in? So it's 
Yeah, we've got two good riders on. They're going to have to sort that out for themselves. But they are lucky. They've got a bit of pace. They could go forward and probably be in a hand spot. Yeah, three terrific chances. All the best with them. Russian Conquest, she ran a terrific race running second in the Magic Means two-year-old classic last year. She's back today, Pete. She's in the Magic Means guineas. Her first up run, no one missed it. With even luck and running, she'll go close. I think so, yeah. She deserves it. She's very, very genuine. Um, bit of rain last night, probably. The only thing worries you a wee bit. She's definitely not as good on, on soft ground. She's on firm ground, but hopefully a good uh, warm day out there today. The track dries out a bit better for the six, and if you get to four or five, that'll be fine for her. But she's going great. First run, seven fellas with a deal. Got a nice draw to get the right sort of run. Uh, she's better run well. Yeah, Sky Thoroughbred Central viewers are just watching a replay of Russian Conquest just missing first up. It was a, a blinder and with even luck and running, she'll be in the finish. King Esparta was fantastic first up. He won the guineas for you last year. He goes into the Magic Mean snippets back to 1,200 today, but he's just so sharp at the moment, Pete, and he's running times. Yeah, that's, that's, when we thought about the Gold Coast, we thought the seventh long race in the 1,200. They've been so much sharper this time than last mm. time in. Uh, I think what it run the other day at uh, Doombin, so it was, it was a no-brainer to run that in this race uh, today. But he, he's going great. He's going very, very well. He's had a good rider on him. drawn out, but there's, there's good speed there. Just a matter of finding a, a backside to, to follow, getting the switch off. And uh, he's done well enough to run really well. He's got such a tremendous finishing burst. Uh, that horse in great form. Rangers gets Tommy Berry for Magic Means, the syndicate. Um, horse and rider have a great record. Can they overcome gate 14? I hope so. Tough <laughs> <laughs> one there, but look, he, he can go forward. Um, and he's better when he's ridden forward. So Tommy knows him really well. So uh, we're going to have to leave it up to Tommy to execute the plan. But the horse is in good order. He runs both of them in solid. And uh, very good runner, Canterbury, that had a brief last time. He's sick of that thing. He's on track. and uh, mm. Exactly. You won the Magic Means with Capitalist back in 2015, top of my head, and he bolted in. You've got a son of Capitalist, Getty, making his debut in the 900-metre two-year-old and certainly on his barrier trial win recently. He looks a lovely colt, and he's drawn the right gate. Yes, it's a funny race, this one. It's um, mm. has been first starters and a lot of valley like trial, so it's very inexperienced, so... Uh, Whoever's the most professional probably gets the best chance. But we need to step well. We've got a good gate to be there. And up to this point, he's been very professional. We need to be at his very best there today to execute because it's uh, 900 metres at the Gold Coast. They're not going to much carry. He must kick you in trouble. Hopefully uh, things work out for him. But he's a nice horse. He's a progressive horse. In the last month, he's really come on a lot. So even if he does a door today, I think we've got a nice horse going for him later on. Mm-hmm. Well, back home at Rose Hill on the two-year-old theme, Pete, you've got two runners in the opener, Figment and Queen of Dragons. Queen of Dragons looked great in that recent trial against Empire of Japan, and, and Figment's shown up, um, had a bit of ability in both his trials as well. Yeah, nice horse, uh, nice horse, both of them. Um, um, Paris, uh, Queen of Dragons, she's, as you know, full sister Paris Dior, she's very similar to her. Mm-hmm. Three laid back, got a great turn of foot, good style of filly. Um, a little bit awkward, but it looks like good speed. The race will probably move right just off the speed. And uh, Figment, she's blessed with good ability. She's, she's quick. She'll put herself in the first two or three, and she'll get to run the race, and she'll give herself a chance from there. 
you can see pigment runs in the, the vein colours, Pete. Yeah, it's uh, Will Johnson bought her yeah. in privately, but um, no, she's a well-related filly and she's only not very big, but she's tough and uh, mm. not natural. She's a great, great family, so uh, there's no reason why she can't train on and be a of average horse. Exactly. Speaking of above average horses, you must be encouraged by what Touristic has shown these two Australian starts. The stable's having a bit of luck with these imports. He's progressing the right way. Today, Rose Hill, 2,000 metres, third up. He makes a lot of appeal today, Pete. Yeah, it should suit him, Ray. It's just, mm. it's been very, very good. I was a little disappointed with his run the other day, but he got too far back. He did not get at the same time. He'd actually feel a bit better today and have been a good draw. We can take up a midfield spot and have a bit better chance because he is going particularly well and I'll be disappointed he doesn't run a good race today because he, all the signs are very good. And always a bit of emotion and sentiment whenever Fours and Nini runs. Of course, it brings back memories of, of Nini Biscotto. So we're all giving Fours and Nini a bit of a cheer and she has performed previously first up. How is she going into today's race, the last at Rose Hill? Yeah, she's very fresh at the moment, and um, the draw is going to help her because she doesn't get any cover. She tends to have a race for that. Uh, that's the draw today. She gets it. And the more she settles, the better she's going to go. But she's another one that's going to take improvement from the run. And uh, we're certainly eyeing up some nice stakes races coming up. Next week. So hopefully we can get a kick one of those boxes this preparation because she's very genuine. When she's on top, she's a good filly. So I need a run to get her to a peak fitness, but uh, she's still there to run well today. Terrific. Hey, Pete, really appreciate you joining us on a big morning of racing here coming up later on today. Best of luck at the Gold Coast, and we'll see you at Rose Hill, Pete. Will do, mate. Thanks very much. Cheers. Good on you, Peter. Peter Snowden. Yeah, strong hand uh, they have, but that's, um, I suppose, that's part of the deal with the Snowdens and their, and their business model is to, mm. like a lot of farms, a lot of stables, get these good colts, get them right on the day, and uh, they might yeah. just have a, a big time of it up here. Yeah, and they, as I said, they've always got real-life chances in these big two-year-old races, haven't they? And gee, they got so much depth in the two-year-olds this season, haven't they, Rich? And they can afford to spread them. I didn't actually ask Peter about King Gambit by mistake, but he did tell me earlier in the week, as I mentioned earlier, he'll run first up in the Cannon Beer in a couple of weeks, and then the decision he made whether he stays in Sydney and they concentrate on the Golden Flipper or they take in the Blue Diamond on the way through. So... Uh, no doubt they'll make that decision after Canterbury, one of the number of two-year-olds from the Snowden stable, really putting their hands up so far this season. Good on you, Ray. Don't know where that hour's gone. Motti's up mm-hmm. on some interviews for the moment, and we will touch base after 8 o'clock for some Sydney form. Thanks so much, Rich. Ray Thomas, he'll be back with Brad Gray and Glenn Munsey after 8 o'clock for uh, all this, uh, the Sydney form. Let's get stuck into the scratchings around the country now. 34 scratchings for uh, Rose Hill Gardens today. Tracks are good four, rails out three metres the entire circuit. Penetrometer is 5.2. Race one, take out five, Scorpion Jack. Race two, out comes number five, So Am I. Race three, scratch two, Seahaven. Eight, McClay. 13, Fusage Family. And 17, Alquab. Two, Eight, thirteen, and seventeen out of race three. Race four take out number five with your blessing and nine Grisilla Styler five and nine from race four. Race five scratch one Ringmaster three Fear Nought four Cosmic Miniver eight Dirty Merchant and eleven Straight Acer. One, three, four, eight, and eleven from race five at the Gardens. Race six take out number two Broken Arrows three Espresso. 
11 twice as special, uh, 12 D and Andretti, 13 Sori, and 14 Compassionate. 2, 3, 11. Uh, 12, 13, 14 from the sixth race. Race seven, scratch six, Colino and seven, Vow Master. Six and seven from race seven. Race number eight, take out five, Frumos and 13, Kirkby. Five and 13 from race eight. Race nine, scratch seven, Oceanic Flash. Ten, Arnold. 14, three wise men. 18, Al Belfi and 20, dash, dash, dash. That's seven, 10, 14, 18 and 20 from race nine. And race 10, scratch 4, Bell Ciel, 7, Holy Tycoon, 10, Wave Rider Boy, 11, Twice as Special, 12, Field Weary, and 14, Shores of Avalon. 4, 7, 10, 11, 12, and 14. A couple of riders you mightn't have. Race 9, number 19, Island Bay Boy, is Amy McLucas. And race 10, number 8, Moon Reader, Dylan Gibbons, picks up the ride. They are the details for racing at Rose Hill Gardens today. Kimbler Grange, down there in the beautiful Illawarra. And uh, scratchings for Kembla. Seven races, 29 scratchings. Race one, take out three, Miss Adamas. Four, All Event. And eight, Miss Boom Boom. Three, four, and eight from race one. Race two is clear. Race three, scratch two, Burns to Embrace. 13, Bridget Wenlock. And 14, O de V. Two, 13, 14 from race three. Race four, scratch one, Battalion. Eight, Weedle. Nine, Divine Kamalani. 13, Serafima, 14, Whiskey Wisdom, 15, Piccadilly Lass, 16, Padawan, and 20, Keys to Love. 1, 8, 9, 13, 14, 15, 16, and 20 from race 4 at Kembla. Race 5, scratch 1, Sorry, 3, Oxford Vision, 7, Destacado, and 11, Jamboree. 1, 3, 7, 11 from race 5. Race 6, scratch one Dirty Merchant, two Catapult, six Ironbark Artie, eight Acosta, nine Beer Palace, ten Reggie's Folly, and sixteen Crackalacker. One, two, six, eight, nine, ten, and sixteen from race six. And race seven, four, I Am the Empire, eleven Napoleon Solo, twelve Butteroo uh, Blitz, and sixteen Sapphire's Sun. Four, eleven, twelve, uh, I should say, yeah, we'll go again. Race 7, 4, 11, 12 and 16. That's uh, a look at Kimbler Grange racing for today. Let's get to Flemington in Victoria. Good four, rails at eight metres the entire, nine races to be decided, and the scratchings for Flemington are as follows. 26 of them. Race one, take out one, Corniche, and five, no outcast. One and five from race one. Race two, take out 11, Divine Charm. Race five, outcome, uh, race three, out comes five, Ashy Boy. 10, Irish Butterfly. 15, Delta Tango. And 16, The Red Kite. Five, ten. 15 and 16 from race 3. Race 4, scratch 1, Nancho. 4, right you are. And 10, Tara Mansour. 1, 4, 10 from race 4. Race 5, scratch 7, My Cherry Rose. Race 6, scratch 3, Indian Pacific. And 6, uh, Regards Marie. 3 and 6 from race 6. Race 7, scratch 1, Pounding. 8, Santa Katowice. And 9, Tur Turbo. So 1, 8 and 
Home 9 from Race 7. Race 8, Scratch 7, Banger. And 11, Donna Natalina. 7 and 11 from Race 8. Race 9, put the pen through. 1, Thorin. 3, Sandy Prince. 4, Duke of Hastings. 12, San Fabrizio. 15, Van Roy. 17, Miso. 18, Rhinoceros. And 20, Brenlin's Trooper. Ninth and last at Flemington. Scratch 1, 3, 4, 12, 15, 17, 18 and 20. Let's duck across to Murray Bridge. It's meant to be a stinker there today. Very warm conditions at Murray Bridge for, uh, for the day of racing in South Australia. And uh, just when you need it to kick in, a bit of Wi-Fi deserts me. It's packed now. It's back now, Murray Bridge today, and uh, a bit of a twilight meeting. Their latest start uh, for Murray Bridge uh, will have Peter Ellis uh, with his Murray Bridge uh, form there. It's funny when you rely on uh, Wi-Fi and that kind of thing, it just deserts you. Here we go. Riveting radio, this. Uh, ten, uh, nine races there at Murray Bridge. Nine races. Good four. Penetrometer 5.42. 31 scratchings. Race one, take out one. Ambello. Eight, Aztec Dancer. Nine, Chili Sea. And 13, 16 reasons. One, eight, nine, and 13 from race one. Race two, take out three. Inspired Sun. Five, uh... Hang on, what are we doing here? Five, Amani Farasi and nine, Tanawal. Three, five and nine from race two. Race three, take out two, Clever Man. Six, Dixie Whistler and eight, Ballroom Dancer. Two, six and eight from race three. Race four, take out one, Parsifal and seven, Zula. One and seven from race four. Race five, out comes two, Dexter, you devil. Three, splash some cash. Two and three from race five. Race six, scratch one, Bazinga, Bazinga. Four. Nostria, five Seata, six Beef Eaters, eight Il Don Cavallo, and 11 Vampire Slayer. One, four, five, six, eight, 11 from race six. Race seven, take out five Pontadera, uh, six Turf Decision, and seven Wiley Old Coyote. Five, six, seven out of race seven. Race eight, take out four C Witness, six Young Jimmy, and 12 Zarace. Four, six, 12 from race eight. Race nine, scratch one, Iron Edge. Seven, I Need a Drink. Eight, one more Marshall. Nine, Halifax Road. And 14, Casiga. They are the details for Murray Bridge. Now, let's get to the Gold Coast where we are racing on a soft six today. And, and we won't be there for final scratchings just yet, but we'll get through as many as there might be here today. Uh, you'd imagine, I mean, we, there were some scratchings yesterday with dual acceptors and whatnot, but you'd imagine you sort of want to be running today. 21 scratchings, race one clear. <laughs> Race two, take out 13, Lamiro, 15, Steel City, and 19, Ravenclaw. Uh, 13, 15, and 19 from race two. Race three is clear. Race four, take out five, Animate, and 15, uh, 14, Hell of a Dancer. Five and 14 from race four at the Gold Coast. Race five.
five, take out ten indiscreetly. Eleven, Glorious Ruby, and seventeen, Russian Warrior. Ele- uh, ten, eleven, seventeen from race five. Race six, take out four, Scalapini. Five, Holyfield. Uh, six, Rangers. Ten, Contemptuous, and eleven, Petronius. They all came out a few days ago. Four, five, six. 10 and 11 from race 6. Race 7, scratch 1, Mashani Renegade, and 21, 007, I believe is uh, the way we go there. 1 and 21 out of the two-year-old classic. Race 8, the three-year-olds is as per program at the moment, the three-year-old guineas. And race 9, scratch 4, Kiku, 5, Axe, 9, Blondo, 15, Brookspire, 18, Shaquiro, and 20 above and beyond. So race nine, the Gold Coast, uh, 4, 6, 9, 15, 18, 20. Uh, just some rider changes here to go through. Race one, number 10, King Gutho, Brenton Abdullah. Race two, number seven, Trigateer, Willie Pike. Race three, number 13, Fun Fact, Rachel King. Race four, number nine, Centre Fire, Tim Clark. Race six, number eight, Blondo, James Orman. And 15, Vowmaster, Brenton Abdullah. Race seven, Risky Investment gains a start. Ben Thompson waiting on a rider for 18. She's a rogue. Race eight, number eight, Mashani Warfare, Brody Lloyd. Race nine, Petronius is Jaden Lloyd. And 17, Animate, Craig Williams. And race 10, number three, Alpine Edge, James McDonald. And 14, Dr. Why Not, Michael Murphy. Waiting on a rider there uh, for a few of them. Uh, emergencies that might gain a start so we know a little bit more about that in a while 5 past 8, 5 past 7 in Queensland, this is Racing HQ Saturday we'll take a break on the other side we'll check in with the stewards panel Chris Albrecht, the man to talk to Chris is officiating his first Saturday meeting for the Racing New South Wales stewards panel, so we'll check in with Chris shortly Brad Gray, Ray Thomas, Glenn Munsey standing by for the very best of Sydney Form Talk Tab has racing offers on tap this magic millions day Race one at the Gold Coast this Saturday. Place a fixed odds win bet, and if it loses, get a bonus bet back up to $50. That's a $50 bonus bet back if you lose on the first race at the Gold Coast this Magic Millions Day with Tab. For racing on Tab, download the Tab app. Excludes WA residents. First online fixed odds win bet only. T's and C's and website. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help 1 800 858 858. January 2023 will see that Samworth Harness Racing Club states the 39th running of its signature multi-quip golden guitar series. Ten days of exciting pacing action culminates in the Carnival of Cups meet on Friday, January 20 at Samworth Harness Racing Club's Golden Guitar Paceway. At Drummond Golf, we understand your passion. Nice roll. And that's because every Drummond Golf store is owned and run by a local who loves the game as much as you do. Yeah, it's come off the face really well. Someone who knows where you play and what you need. Oh, yeah. Looking good. With Australia's biggest range and expert knowledge. Great. Now let's try that putter with this grip. So if you want to improve your game, see a local expert at Drummond Golf. Hey breeders, heading to the upcoming sales? Don't risk your horse's condition. Make sure you pack Poseidon Animal Health Stress Paste. Stress Paste can assist in keeping your yearlings well, hydrated and calm during transport and on arrival. Stress Paste also buffers and protects the stomach from gastric ulcers while travelling. It's your insurance policy to protect your preparation work. Visit Poseidon's new thoroughbred website at PoseidonThoroughbred.com. That's PoseidonThoroughbred.com. Poseidon Animal Health, powering performance from within. 
Dixon Homes thinks Premier Palaszczuk, as you can offset mortgage repayments by building and renting a secondary dwelling. Buy before accessibility and energy rules increase costs. Dixonhomes.com.au. Since 1959, debt-free, quality assured. Racing HQ, brought to you by Tab. For racing on Tab, download the new Tab app. And HQ Insurance. Be sure, insure with HQ. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help, 1800 858 858. Welcome back to the show. We're about to dive into a, a good-looking program at Rosehill Gardens today. A little bit of hints of a, an autumn horse or two stepping out. Before we do, we always check in with the stewards panel around this time on a Saturday morning. Chris Albrecht is officiating his first Saturday meeting and he's joining us on Racing HQ Saturday. Chris, good morning to you. Morning, Richard. How are you? Very well, thanks. No pressure here. Tom Moxon flies through this. So does Steve and Mark. You'll be right. Oh, I think so, yeah. I think we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll have a go and, and see, yeah, see how we go. And you're officiating your first uh, Metro Saturday in Sydney, I understand? That's right. That's correct, yes. So, yeah, um, bit of nerves there, but also yeah, excited as well at the same time. No, you'll be right. Uh, not, uh, no different to what you've been doing before. You'll, uh, you'll fly through it. Are there any horses today that um, might have jumped out of recent stewards reports that are, that are racing today that the, the listeners should know about? Yeah, I've got three to uh, mention this morning. Uh, the first is in race five, uh, Regal Pom. Uh, it was held up for clear running uh, until the 100 metres, so it was first up on that occasion. So, uh, as I say, only getting clear the last 100 metres, so it can uh, it can improve off that run. Uh, the second I've got is in race eight, uh, Chubik Fari. Uh, again, he was held up uh, from the 300 until the 100 metres, so that um, beaten margin uh, looked a little unfair uh, for him on that day, so... Uh, with clear running, he could have finished a lot closer, so I think he's, he's one to follow as well. Uh, and also race nine, uh, Tony B. Uh, we did speak to the rider uh, on that occasion, on its last ride. It, it was uh, obliged to race uh, four wide from the 1,000 metres, so uh, the, the rider wasn't overly disappointed with its finishing effort, considering the, the ground that it did have to cover. So today it's, uh, it's drawn an inside gate, so it should get a softer run today. Okay, well played, Chris. Uh, good to chat on a Saturday morning. Good to chat for the first time. Hope it's not the last time, and good luck with the meeting there today. No, I appreciate it. Thanks, Richard. Have a good day. Good on you. Well done. Chris Albrecht there is uh, uh, officiating uh, the meeting there today. Race Hill Gardens is first Saturday, and I'm sure he will do very, very well. Time to get stuck into the Sydney form. Time to welcome back, uh, well, one man who's been with us from the outset and a couple of other guys who are regulars. Firstly, uh, Ray Thomas, welcome back. Can to get stuck into a, a good-looking program here at Rose Hill? Certainly are, Rich, and the scratchings weren't too bad, so we'll hopefully try to win a two. He's done the form. He's fired up, no doubt, a speaker. Brad Gray, good morning, Brad. Good morning, guys. Just holding fort here in Sydney, going to Rose Hill today while you guys up at the Gold Coast. I've been waiting by the letterbox all week. I didn't get an invite. So anyway, a little, good, good little meeting today at Rose Hill. And as Ray said, I think we've been relatively untouched by scratchings, just scrolling through a few of these markets. Tell you what, the punters have been up and about. A few of these shorties mm. have been carved up. Well, as Glenn Munsey can attest, and as I say, good morning, good morning to Glenn Munsey. Munsey, it's, it's all business here on the Gold Coast. People seem to think it's a, a holiday oh, right, destination. Yeah. It's one big party. Munz, I don't know about you, but it's been, it's been like the salt mines up here. That's all I know. Yes, good morning, Richard. Good morning, Ray. Good morning, Brad, and good morning, listeners. Well, if anyone wants to come up here, Richard, feel free to come up. There's nothing better than getting up at 4.30 on a Saturday morning, having a shower and putting a suit on, uh, to uh, and then look out the window because it's still dark or getting close to the light coming in at 4.30 and realising it's raining. 
Uh, mm. And you, you went to bed with the weather forecast of 28 degrees and fine, and you, you open the blinds and it's raining. Mm. Uh, I, I, I can't remember the last time, and I've been to a few Magic Millions, where it's rained. Mm. Well, it takes, the, it takes the edge off things for the horses and the people. We've been to a few Magic Millions days. It's just been half unbearable. But anyway, I suppose maybe we weren't in the form for a soft six and... It'll be improving months, you'd, you'd hope, but anyway, we'll see what happens. Well, see if, it's if weather it clears stays, up. and, and uh, that, then again, Richard, how is it possibly a soft six with three and a half mils of rain? I know they put 44 mils of irrigation on it, but it was like there's a road some, here the there, other day. There, there's some big puddles lying around the place. Yeah, yeah. And my security it, lady said, me, said to me there were some very heavy showers last night. Yeah, well, looking out the window here, that's, um, you know, we had a decent shower of rain here probably 30, 35 minutes ago, and um, uh, it's very, very grey here at the moment. That's another thing that you don't realise. You wake up on the Gold Coast and you get overcast conditions. Let's uh, let's get stuck into Sydney. Big day racing from Sydney. Um, we'll have Munns with these prices. Uh, Brad's done the speed maps and the selections from the guys. Let's dive in. Race one, Munns. Uh, the Ned Whiskey, Ned Australian Whiskey Handicap is 5pm summer in the world. Two-year-old start the day, Munns. The market, please. Youngsters over the 1,100 metres. What are the tab doing with Steel City at the moment? Uh, well, it's been fluctuating. Richard uh, was as short. It was as long as a dollar ninety-five and as short as a dollar seventy-five this morning. Uh, it's now a dollar ninety. But we start with ought to know uh, is the way I'm going with the toppy here, and it's a twenty-one dollar chance. Fight a town. Uh, listening to Chris yesterday, it's a, uh, a quote out of the uh, Top Gun movie. Uh, it's a fifteen dollar chance. General Salute is at twenty-one dollars. We've got Red Resistance at four dollars and eighty cents. Scorpion Jack is a scratching. Sense of Honour, uh, back as a gelding today, uh, have, uh, back off a 49-day break, and it's a $31 chance. Energised to 26, charged by the hour at 71. Figment is a $19 pop. Curvette at $81. Queen of Dragons at $5.50. And Steel City, our favourite, at $1.90. Um, well, easily the best supported runner on the day here, Steel City. Went up $2.80 on Wednesday, uh, and since that point has been $2.30 on Thursday morning, $2 on Friday morning. Got into a short as $1.75 at different stages yesterday, and as I said to you, it's been $1.95 into $1.75 back to $1.90 today. Uh, it has uh, four times the amount of money on it than Red Resistance, uh, and it's been as much as $5 already this morning. And third pick, we go to Queen of Dragons. We've got the two favourites taking up the running. Red Resistance, Barrier 1, uses that, holds the fence and holds the front. You've got Steel City, who's got some gate speed. I think she lobs outside the lead. Fighter Town probably gets the run of the race here. Sense of humour, a little bit tricky out there, as Munn said, resumes a gelding, but he's got a, a bit of work to do in terms of, of finding a spot. Now, looking at the recent history of this race, Ray, last year, Sweet Ride won it. The year before that, Remark. The year before that, Celsa Beal, one by six lengths. And you go back to 2017, and it was Minari. So it does have a bit of a history of throwing up a good one. I think it might again, too, Brad, by the, the, the boom on these two two-year-olds, Red Resistance and Steel City. Really interested to read a report yesterday that Kiramar rates Steel City probably his best filly amongst his juveniles this season. So... Look, she has looked really sharp at the trial, but so too has Red Resistance. And just at the odds, I'm leaning towards the Colt. Um, as Brad indicated, he's probably going to take it. He's got the speed to take advantage of that inside gate. He'll hold the rail 
Um, in both his trials, he's, he's looked strong through the line. I think 1,100 metres is no issue. And at the odds, I think all red resistance with the way I'll be going. But no knock on 12 Steel City has looked really good in both its trials. And the Kiramar David Eustace stable invariably have um, uh, really good two-year-olds each and every season. This might be one of their better ones, as Kieran indicated. The market certainly has found her to fight for town. I've liked both his trials. The Stitzel Colt, a lovely mover. He'll be hitting the line strongly. And 11 Queen of Dragons trolled up nicely behind Empire of Japan the other day. And Jesusly also will be buying the line strongly. Terrific opener today, Brad. Really interesting two-year-old race. Four red resistance on top. Four, 12, two and 11. I've gone 12, 1, 4 and 11, 12, Steel City. And with the shorty, probably getting into a skinny enough quote now, uh, given she is on debut, but she put the writing on the wall in her trials. She ran fast time there at Rose Hill, most recently backing up what she did at Hawkesbury in her first public outing. So she's got the pedigree, she's got the right trainer, she's actually a half-sister to September run. So she's got the necessary gate speed to put herself right there outside the lead, probably. Uh, and from there, she gets a chance to justify the short quote and the wrap that's obviously around for her. I thought if there was one that slipped through the net here, I thought it might have been or to know right up the top. Now, pedigree-wise, it probably suggests 1,100 metres. He's going to be on the sharp side by the autumn sun out of a mare that got out to 1,400 metres, but I love the way that he hit the line in his most recent trial. Uh, he really was given a, a bit of a niggle there, but there was a, a lovely response. So I wouldn't be surprised to see him really flooding home at the finish. Four red resistance, hard enough to beat. Catch me if you can. Make your own luck. Nothing wrong at all with his trials. Uh, he's looked a, a bit of a natural himself. And 11, Queen of Dragons, another really well-bred horse. She's actually a full sister to stalemate Paris Dior and I like the way that she's closed off in her hit out so good deep race we're going to learn a lot today 12-1-4-11 okay bring your Darren's numbers shortly uh, when they come through to us and we'll recap uh, race number one let's go to race number two today Munns at Rose Hill Gardens the City Tattersall's group handicap a benchmark 78 1200 metres for race two yeah our toppy here is Kalino and it's the $2.40 favourite destination at 17 Garrison is a $5.50 chance with your blessing at $6 and 50 cents. So am I is out. Eight cents a win and uh, eight cents a win and eight cents the place. Tremonto at eighteen dollars. We've got dynamic impact at sixteen dollars. Sacrimony is a six dollar fifty chance and espresso is a seven dollar pop. Uh, best supported runner here is Colino. It's firmed uh, every day basically. 330 Wednesday, 320 Thursday, 260 Friday, 230 earlier today. Now at two dollars and forty cents has four times the amount of money on with your blessing, who went up 440, it's out to 650. Third pick would be Garrison, who as much as $8.50 bet about it. And next pick would be Sacrimony, the stablemate, the Colino, uh, has been 650, 6.50. He is a genius at doing this, Chris Waller, with Colino, guys. A winner of a benchmark 78 with one and a half kilos over the limit. A winner of a benchmark 78 with six kilos over the limit. It's now in a benchmark 78 with three and a half kilos over the limit. Yeah, beautifully placed, isn't he? Mm. I guess the only little query is maybe a, a lack of speed on paper. Uh, looking at this map, I think Garrison takes up the running. We saw him get complete control in a midway last uh, Needs of Liberty. He tried a really nice turn of foot, and I would expect Espresso to be given a, a dig, at least in the early stages. I do think ultimately hands up to Garrison, uh, but Espresso won't be far away either here. But as I say, Ren, not a lot of speed on paper. Well, I think it'll be hard to beat again, Garrison. I've actually landed on him, Brad, because a couple of reasons. One, as you pointed out, he might be able to get control again, as he did at Randwick on New Year's Eve. And we were both there that day, Brad. And what was noticeable after that really impressive win when he ran time, 
uh, was how big in condition he was, and he had a really good blow after the race. So there's significant improvement in Garrison. And second up here, gets the track conditions he likes. Uh, he's an informed horse. He's going well. The 550 is a, a good enough price. I've got him on top. Sacramone is bursting to win a race. He needs tempo. He might not get that here, but he'll be running home hard. Look, no knock on Kalino. So impressive first up on Christmas Eve. And Chris Wallace waited for the right race for Kalino. Found it here. Got to be hard to beat again. And four with your blessings and a really good uh, burst of form at the moment. Had no luck at Lean with their last start. One, two runs back, riding the contest here. I think the winners out of those four, Brad, at the top of the mark, I've got three Garrison on top, three, eight, one and four. Yes, Sacrimony for me here. He's got me in again. Um, he just tends to run these sneaky races where he just doesn't yeah. have to think, maybe next time. And at that $6.50 quote, I have to be with him. He did start $4.40 in a well back, $4.40 pop uh, two weeks ago. And that looks at a deeper race to my eye with uh, Dehorned Unicorn coming through it. So that's a strong form reference. That was a run of a horse to my eye that looks desperate for 1,200 metres. Fourth up, no excuses. And this is a winnable race for him. Kalino, his stalemate, is obviously the horse to beat. I think he is skinny enough now. The gamble is whether he can repeat what he did there first up. He's a horse that we've seen get over further than 1,200 metres in the past. Maybe that's the, right, the way that Chris Waller's training him at the moment, though. Just keeping him to the sprint trips nice and fresh. Three weeks between runs gives him every chance to, to dash as well as he did there first up. And if he does, he's very hard to beat. Three, Garrison. I can see your, your line there, Ray. You think he can only improve off his first up effort and in a race where he does look to get control again in front. He's going to give some cheek and seven, dynamic impact. Can be rocks or diamonds, but it was diamonds first up at Canterbury and if he holds that form now we know he's got a, a big finish to put himself thereabouts. 8, 1, 3 and 7. Okay, let's look at the second race on the day. Uh, Darren uh, in the first race was a fan of Red Resistance. So Red Resistance on top in the first race and we'll get his other numbers coming through. Uh, Sky Thoroughbred Central viewers can see uh, Darren Fendel's numbers here. 4319 4319 for Darren in race number two. Race three is the Tab Highway this afternoon this week. Mine's a class three at the 1500 metres. Yeah, and this market's been all over the place this morning. Uh, we've got King of Spades, our favourite, at $3.30 after it was as short as $2.80 20 minutes ago. Uh, we've got Seahaven, it is a scratching. The deduction there, 11 cents win and 11 cents a place. Zeru at 5, Eastern Glow at 7, Lockdown Gamble at 26. Uh, Avocator, uh, Avocator uh, I think is the, is the correct pronunciation. I we should have asked. Uh, I, I just caught the end of uh, Jenny on earlier this morning and missed it. Uh, I'll go with it at $6.50. Little Profit at $31. McClay is out. Two sets of win and one set the place. Rousseau at 18 Trooper Knuckle at $7.50. Mr. Severino is a $21 chance. Dan Zadell, I shudder to think what highway number this is for, at $16. Fusiachi family is out, no deduction. Dark Satin at 41. Master of Rewards at 51. Harley Fatboy at $126. And Al Carb is a scratching, no deduction for it. Uh, well, it's still the most popular runner here, K uh, King of Spades. Roughly a quarter of the money invested on the race. And as I said, it was as short as $2.80 uh, earlier this morning after as much as $5 was bet about it. Out to $3.30 now. So might have been Fat Fingers that made it three, uh, $2.80 because it was $3.20 yesterday. Uh, second pick would be Avocator. Uh, third pick, Zeru. Fourth pick, Eastern Glow. And then Danzadel. Shot of no more, Muns. Danzadel, her 17th highway handicap today. Thank you, Yet Brad, to I win one. 
But she has placed in four, so I might, there might still be a few believers out there. She's not in my numbers, and she can pop up, though, can't she? So looking at the map in this race, Russo looks to hold the front. Uh, Lockdown Gamble, I think, is given a dig to hold a prominent position coming across on the wide draw, which does look to suit him. Harley Fatboy did lead last start, albeit in a race without a default leader. Knuckle Trooper won't be far away. And King of Spades, the favourite, he's going to get his chance again here, Ray. He puts himself right there and makes his own luck. Yeah, I've come, I landed on him again. Brad, I, I, why can't he win again, King of Spades? He was terrific at Randwick. Super Extreme cruised up to, to beat him there at about the 250, and King of Spades dug deep, watered off Super Extreme. Remember, it was King of Spades' first run for two months. Um, he'll only improve off that 1,500 ideal. Just need to get, get cover, really, if he does that. Uh, you know he's so genuine, so tough. Uh, he'll be there at the finish. I think he's the one to beat one king of spades. The danger, um, there's a few hits. An open race, six at Rockator. Gee, it was impressive at Tari first up um, back on December 18. Given plenty of time to get over that run, but it's had a lovely tick over trial in between. And Jenny Graham spoke to Richard earlier, and uh, he'll be right in the finish at Rockator. Only has to repeat that finishing effort at at Taree, and he'll be hard to hold out. Keith Ryden's got two good chances here. Consistent horses, 10, Trooper Knuckle, and 4, the promising Eastern Glow. Both hard to beat in an open highway, but if I think one King of Spades can win again, Brad, 1, 6, 10, and 4. It almost seems too obvious, doesn't it? You start second-guessing yourself. Why well, can't King of Spades win again? And there's no real reason why he won't, albeit in the context of a highway where everything isn't always as it seems. So I've gone one, three, five, and six. Uh, he was great there first up. Uh, ten weeks between runs. Uh, he covered ground. That was over the 1,400 metres. And, yeah, he's entitled to knock up at the finish. Yet there he was, braving it uh, to, to get an overdue highway victory, having run second at his past three. So an extra two and a half kilos for your troubles. But... Yeah, he's such a genuine, consistent horse. He's hard to knock. He's going to be right there in the finish again. At three, Zaru comes through that same King of Spades form reference. No excuses now. Fourth up, out to the 1,500 metres. Hopefully from the gate, he can park a couple of pairs closer and maybe turn around that two-length margin. And King of Spades, five, lockdown gamble. Another gallop with proven highway form. He's another one that comes through that King of Spades reference. And yes, he's got to turn around a fair margin on King of Spades, but I think he just peaked on his run there six weeks between, between efforts and he was entitled to. So don't mind the wide draw wind him up, giving him plenty of room. That's when he does his best work. And six, Evocator might be just staying to hit his straps now. One, three, five, and six. Numbers for Darren in the highway today. One King of Spades to beat six, Evocator, three, Zaru, and four, Eastern Glow. One, six, three, and four for Darren in the third race on the day. Working through Rosefield Gardens. Let's get on to race number four and get the thoughts in the market for a start. For months, what is one of your favourite sponsors for the Turf Club? The Schweppes Handicap. Benchmark 78 over the 1350. Yeah, and it's a very, very interesting race, this race here. We've got Contributing Factor returning today. It's a $4.80 chance. We've got Erno, uh, second run back after 25 months off at $14. Per in away is a $6.50 chance. So am I, scratched earlier, runs here for David Pfeiffer and Cathy O'Hara. It's a $9 chance. With your blessing is out. It runs earlier. No deduction for it. For Valor, $4.20. That price makes it favourite. Trevest returning to Today. He does love Warwick Farm more than anything else at $21. Ringmasters at $6.50. Grisilli Styler is out, runs later. Seven cents a win and eight cents a place. Fear Nought, another dual acceptor running here at 11 And Cosmic Minerva, another dual acceptor running here at $7. Uh, best supported runner by a breath is contributing factor. 
over Ringmaster, third pick for Valor, and then Purr and away. But it's a pretty good betting race. So the only runner there's no money for is Erno. Didn't go too bad at Gosford. No, he was good. Well, in the context of being a, a big gap between runs, no, he was only two lengths away. So he'll improve again today. But I don't think he's got much of a say in terms of the speed map here. He can be a little bit closer, Erno. But up front, you've got four Valor. I think that drags Cosmic Minerva across, maybe to sit outside. Ringmaster jumps on four Valor's back. Very similar scenario uh, to their first up efforts per inway, not far away. And the one I had a question mark over here, Ray, was so am I. He is pretty versatile yeah. from that gate. Maybe they do hunt forward. Yeah, interesting what they'll do from that outside barrier. Look, open races, the market indicated um, that Glenn just read out. But I'm with Ringmaster here, Brad. Um, I thought he was really good at Canterbury first up. Um, got a little bit tired late, but he was entitled to, and uh, he'll improve off that. And as Brad indicates, going to get run of the way stuff again. And um, Brett Preble to ride. He's got a really good book of rides today, Brett, at his first Sydney Saturday meeting. And I think Ringmaster can get the job done. Cosmic Minerva interests me, Brad, because I know Bjorn Bag has got an opinion of this um, lightly race four-year-old. He was really good at Gosford first up. Can only improve off that. Building a nice record. Coming straight to Sydney Saturday class up of provincial wins. Not easy, but um, uh, he is an emerging horse. Three per in a way. I loved her desire at Gosford last up. When the gap came, she burst through late under Nashville. It was a really good win from there. He's turn the corner and can only improve off that and one contributing factor has the class edge resuming here might need the run but watch for him late eight ringmaster on top eight eleven three and one yep eight ringmaster for me as well six dollars fifty seems like a good gamble i think all this to do is really hold his form there from mm -hmm. first up i imagine that was a bit of bonus on the way through the little gamble going into that race was whether he was going to find 1,200 metres a touch too sharp, but it didn't matter in the end. He jumped straight on the back of Four Valor and went straight past him. Now, Four Valor does get a three and a half kilo weight swing, but he was pretty dominant there at the finish. And you go back through Ringmaster's form through much of his career, a lot of it has been in group enlisted company. So staying in this grade, he gets his chance to, to string a couple together, staying on a, a firm service, which does look key as well. One contributing factor, you summed it up quite well, Ray, the class runner in the race, loved the way that he trialled there at Gosford. That suggests that he might be ready to go here, albeit it is a bit of a task, isn't it? 59 and a half kilos first up and on a dry deck. I think he's a, a touch more effective with the sting out. 11, Cosmic Minerva. We don't really know his ceiling yet, uh, so if he can offset that draw and come across and sit outside the lead, he's going to be hard enough to beat from there. We know how good Bjorn Baker is at building this uh, profile of, of horses' confidence as they go through the grades. He looks ready for Saturday class. And 7, Trevest. I thought he was the best smoky. Uh, he's got a decent fresh record, and the way he's trialled suggests that he might be here to do something. 8, 1, 11, and 7. A ringmaster on top for Darren as well. Darren Flindell's numbers for race four. Eight ringmaster to beat four, so am I. One contributing factor and six for Valor. Eight, four, one, and six. Of course, Darren will be with us for behind the gates. Bit of a um, discussion there uh, for Rosehill Gardens after 10 o'clock this morning. Let's uh, push on with this uh, preview for Rosehill Gardens. Race five on the day, Munns, will be the precise air handicap at benchmark 72, 1300 metres. We start with a scratching here. Ringmaster goes around in the previous race but no deduction for it. Wasn't priced up. Grisilli Styler, who runs in this race here, is a $10 chance. Fear Nought Out runs in the previous five cents win and six cents a place. Cosmic
McNerva outruns in the previous. Seven cents a win and seven cents a place. Cotton Fingers is at $3.60. Regal Pom at $5.50. Royal Merchant is $3.10, and that price makes it favourite. Dirty Merchant is out. Also scratched to Kimball. Seven cents a win and eight cents a place. Ramones is an $11 chance. Powerful Peg. Now, Dylan Gibbons, no claim here. Uh, it is a $10 chance. Straight Ace are out. Eight cents a win and nine cents a place. Zutha is at $14. Hokkaido at $23. And Blood River is a $17 chance. Uh, well, this market has undergone some change this morning. Most popular runner here with a third of the total investment on it is Royal Merchant. And as much as $3.50 this morning, um, now $3.10, has double the investment on its nearest runner, which is Regal Pom, as much as $6.50 it this morning, now $5.50. Third pick is Cotton Fingers, as much as $4.20 this morning, is now $3.60. Uh, so the others, the changes there, Grassilli Styler is nine, $9 out to $10. Uh, Ramones, $9.50 out to $11. Powerful Peg, $8.50 out to $10. Zutha, $12 out to $14. Hokkaido, $18 out to $23. And Blood River, $14 out to $17. Just before you do the speed there, Brad, yep. it's absolutely pouring at the Gold Coast wow. as we speak. I can hear it. Well, I can hear it. You're you're on the racetrack, and I'm basically overlooking the beach here, and it is raining quite heavily. Little Lenny has prepared. He's got three umbrellas in the back of his car. I'm surprised it's only three. Remember, you only got about ten. Those who prepare are preparing to fail. Absolutely. Or if you count the one on the golf bag. All right, speed here. Blood River, I think, makes a play for the front. Ramones is a pretty fast horse, though, so it might be handlebars down from that outside gate with Ramones. Powerful peg won't be far away. Zutha, the Melbourne visitor, and Regal Pom just uh, punches up from that low gate and, and gets every possible chance. Now barrier one after scratching's Regal Pom. So it should be pretty genuinely run this race. Which will suit Cotton Fingers. Brad loved his first up run at Warwick Farm there. He just got held up. He drew an inside barrier that day and just held up behind runners coming into the straight. Had to ease to the outside, but he he, he stretched out really nicely late and a close second to an informed horse in fielding. He'll bounce off that be even better again. He was a horse that was racing well on those heavy tracks through winter. Bizarro and Danish Prince and... Always thought owning a racehorse was too expensive? It doesn't have to be. Patriot Bloodstock offers racehorse shares for syndication at an affordable entry-level price point with fixed-price training fees. Our horses are country-trained, and whether your horse wins at Wagga or Randwick, the thrill is the same. We've had great success sourcing quality horses that won't send you broke, and we love first-time owners. Check out what's available at www.patriotbloodstock.com.au. Patriot Bloodstock, an authorised representative of Stable Connect. AF licence number 3369. Need a forklift? Don't just get a forklift, get a Toyota forklift. Toyota is the world's number one forklift brand with a great range of pallet jacks, walkie stackers and reach forklifts right up to their leading Toyota counterbalance forklifts. Legendary reliability and safety with cleaner, greener electric options. Toyota can tailor the right forklift solution for you. It's all part of the Toyota forklift advantage. For more, visit toyotamaterialhandling.com.au Get a Toyota forklift. You know the feeling when your mate's golf ball flies past yours? Or when you're on the green in regulation, but he holes it from the bunker? At Drummond Golf, we get it. 
That's why we have our lowest price guarantee. As Australia's biggest, you can count on our massive buying power for the lowest prices in golf. But if you do happen to find a lower advertised price, we'll beat it. The Drummond Golf lowest price guarantee. Unbeatable. Conditions apply. There's a new place to get it all on tap. And it's in your pocket. The Tab app has live racing. Touchdowns. Downtowns. The beautiful game. Australia's biggest game. Our other biggest game. A bit of this. This. Oh, come on, ref. And this. For racing and sport on tap, download the Tab app. Gamble responsibly. Gambler's help, 1-800-858-858. Racing HQ, brought to you by Tab. For racing on Tab, download the new Tab app. And HQ Insurance. Be sure, insure with HQ. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's help, 1-800-858-858. Rightio, where were we? <laughs> There's our ad break for the preview. Anyway, just got that one out of the way. At a, I know, maybe not the best time, but Ray, you're back. Where were you? you I think we were doing... Uh, some form or some tips for race five, if I'm not mistaken. I was always fat, but just quickly, I thought Cotton Fingers with that tempo will be suited on that Warwick Farm first up run. When he hit the line hard, he's come back in great order, and uh, I think he'll be the strongest late. Ramones will get across to the outside leader, promising horse, won well at Ramwick there on Boxing Day, can only improve. Royal Merchant and Regal Pom both racing real hard to beat five nine seven six Cotton Fingers on top race five. I've gone to Russell Styler here, and uh, you've got to take him on trust because his most recent trial wasn't too crash hot, but he's pretty much the only proven Saturday Company horse in the field. Now you go into first up last preparation. I know his form, his first up forms are a little bit hidden. Uh, he was great. That was over. 1,400 metres, he travelled three deep the trip, he was turned sideways in the straight, yet he still dusted himself off to, to find the line. Then he bumped into Waterford twice, so this is a winnable race for him if he can recapture his best form. Five cotton fingers, yes, he is hard to beat. I think he's getting skinny enough now in a, in a pretty competitive race, but if he jumped on terms there first up, he probably wins. Uh, he's well placed to go one better here. Nine, Ramones, I think his race is going to be one or lost in the first couple of hundred metres. If he doesn't have to do too much work to get to the front, He's going to give a huge sight here. I know it's not easy to make that transition from maiden train to a benchmark, uh, but I do think he's always had the scope to do that. And a big watch on Hokkaido. Has to execute better than what he did at his first Australian run, but nobody missed that last 200 metres through the line. 2-5-9-13. You're not alone, Brad. Number two, uh, value bet of the day uh, for Darren Flindell. Number two, Grassilli Styler. He puts on top to win here to beat number five, Cotton Fingers. Ninth, Ramones. And 13, Hokkaido. 2-5. Five nine thirteen uh, in race number five. I think they are Darren's. No, they are. Uh, yeah, no. I'll start again. Start again. Apologies, everyone. Five <laughs> cotton fingers. I thought they sounded familiar. Five oh, cotton fingers go. to beat seven. Give me a little boost there. You build me Six. up. Uh, in Shut fact, it hasn't got. It hasn't. It doesn't have Grassilli style in the first four. Five oh, cotton fingers. Another Andrew. Have, that, have you had that coffee yet? Six. Yeah, I need another one. Barry? Where's Barry? He's probably still trying to stay dry. It's still pouring here. Six Regal Pop. That's an hour early. I'm just not quite with it yet. Uh, seven Ramones. Five, seven, six, nine. It was a pretty quiet night last night, though, Glenn. I was pretty reasonable, that's for sure. Race six. Let's go to race six. I think it's race six. The midway this afternoon, Glenn. The market, please, for a benchmark 72, 1200 metres. Rightio, let's get back to Rose Hill Gardens here, race number six, and tell you that 
Our first runner is Oakfield Duke and it is a $4 chance and that price makes it favourite. Uh, then we go to Broken Arrows who is a scratching and what have I done here with this? Uh, uh, oh, I thought I was the only one off the pace this morning, Glenn. Yeah, well, I've managed You're to, making me feel a bit better. You don't feel sorry for me, Munts. No, I've managed to put the Gold Coast in with Rose Hill for some reason. Uh, and now mm. there is sheets of paper everywhere. Pressure's off now. Yeah, pressure's off. Uh, pressure's on you, though, Glenn. Yeah, yeah. This, this is great radio, isn't just, just, uh, just it? Amuse no, yourselves, we're, we're just amuse sweet. yourselves at home, people. Well, sweet. We'll get there. We'll get there. Righto. <laughs> Uh, so, $4 for Oakfield Duke, it's favourite. Broken Arrow's out, seven cents a win and seven cents a place. Espresso is out, no deduction. Dalalat, now the synthetic hoof filler on the off four is a $4.80 chance. Kibosh, tongue tie on, winkers off, $5.50. Don Luigi is an $11 chance. Holy Tycoon at $17. Cuban Grand Chico with the barrier extension on and the nasal strip off, it's at $17. Reverbrook, the blinkers on, the winkers off at $12. Super bright at 9 Twice as special, out no deduction. DN Andretti out. She'll run next Friday night at Canterbury. 14 cents a win and 11 cents a place. Sorry out. 4 cents a win and 5 cents a place. Compassionate out. 8 cents a win and 8 cents a place. Hasty Duchess 21. Flower Press 11. And the old boy Isa Richie raises the bat again today at start number 150. And it is a $26 chance. Uh, most popular runner here easily is Dalalat. He's more than half the investment on the race, Dalalat. He did go up as much as $17, but there's been plenty of scratchings. Uh, but easily most popular runner. Five times the amount of money on it than is on Oakfield Duke, whose second pick and third pick is Reverbrook. Oh, Darren Flindell must be tipping him up today. Dalalat, he does look hard to beat. He can be a little bit closer here looking at the speed in the race. I've got Don Luigi as your likely leader. That drags Cuban Gran Chico across. Kabush punches up from Barrier 1. She's a versatile mare and a very fast mare at that. Flower Press not far away and Oakfield Duke. I think they ride him with a bit of cover today. But as I say with Dalalat here, Ray, I think he can be a, a little bit closer than we've seen in his past couple. He'll be there to pounce one. He brought on with Oakfield Duke. I think he gets a lovely run here. First up, he tried to match motors with Garrison at Randwick, and he held his ground on the straight, beaten two and a half lengths, solid comeback run, finishing third that day. He'll improve off that. As I said, run of the race stuff goes Oakfield Duke's way. He's the one to beat. Five Kabosh, such an interesting runner, isn't she, from the, the John Thompson stable. Ten starts, three wins, six seconds. Very, very good record, but she hasn't raced for over a year. Her recent trial reached 10th of 10 at Lambert back in mid-December, but it was only 740 metres. She was ridden out very, very wide that day. She just went round for practice, essentially. She's a big watch in the market and also in the ring five kibosh. Four dollar lat, as Brad indicated, if it jumps cleanly and settles closer, watch for him later. I've got to throw 17 ISO rich in the molecules. Now something each way. Start number 150, the 12-year-old. We'll get up on speed. Dry track, lightweight. He can run a race here. One five four seventeen Oakfield Duke on top. Oh, if I'm going to be knocked off in this race, I'd take ice rich. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, he's, a, he's a cracker, mm. isn't he? He's an absolute beauty. 
He's on his, what, his farewell tour at the moment, being a 12-year-old, but he'll get another win or two. Don't you worry about that. So I've gone the way of Dalalat here. I think everything's just fallen into place for him. So a couple of his key rivals have scratched, as we'll touch on the barrier draw, just gives him the chance to park up considerably closer. He was good there last start, despite running seventh. Uh, he, he ran some pretty sharp splits home, just had to get too far back from the gate. So dry track, better draw. Yeah, everything falls into his laps. So hopefully he can deliver. Five, Kabush, who I had a similar read on her, Ray. I didn't know what to make of that trial. I wasn't asked to do a lot. So I think the, yeah. the market is going to be our best guide there. A year between runs, just the one soft trial. So if it's $6 into, into $5 late, look out. If it goes the other way, she might need the run. One, Oakfield Duke is pretty consistent. Looked to peak on his run there first up. And I did know that Aaron Bullock said throughout the week that he's a more dynamic horse when he's ridden, ridden with a bit of cover. I think he gets that opportunity here. And Reva Brook, the best of the rest. Not a bad little gamble here at double figure odds. Sets up quite well fresh. Four, five, one and nine. Four, Dalalat for Darren to be one Oakfield Duke, ten Super Bright and nine River Brook. Four, one, ten, nine for Darren in race six. Race seven, first leg of the quarter. This is some race months. Not your ordinary benchmark 88, but it is a benchmark 88 at the 1100 metres. Yes, uh, only a small field, but a select field. Starting with Maria Mia, who's back at the races today. And uh, she is an $8 chance. Mr Mosaic at $14. Midwest with the earmuffs pre-race at $6.50. Dehorned Unicorn at $3.70. Super Pursuit, scratch last Saturday, runs today $19. Kalino outruns earlier. And I haven't written those deductions down there. I'll get them for you. Kale uh, Kalino's out. Vowmaster's out it's running at the Gold Coast. Spacewalk returns today, $1.95 and favourite, and depth that varies is a $34 chance. So easily the best supported runner here is Spacewalk. Uh, well, as much as $3.70, but that was with Kalino at Vowmaster in the race. Uh, with those out, um, well, with Kalino out, was into a $2.80 chance. Uh, and uh, earlier today, with um, those out, was as much as $2.10. Uh, and there's now odds on. So uh, yeah, good money for Spacewalk here. And those deductions, just quickly for you. Uh, Kalino, $0.10 cents a win at $0.10 cents a place. And Bowmaster, $0.04 cents a win at $0.04 cents a place. Only a fan of seven, but it's a real battle of tactics, this race. Mr Mosaic has the... Advantage of the inside draw here, punches up, holds the front. Midwest has got some speed. The Melbourne Raider, Dehorned Unicorn, where does that leave him? I'm not sure. A little bit tricky because I'm tipping Spacewalk punches up to hold some kind of prominent position. Maria Mia, I don't know. I don't necessarily think she's an 1,100 metre dry tracker, but she has got speed if they want to use it. So fascinating little race, especially in the first couple of hundred metres here, eh? Yeah, we heard from Gerald Ryan earlier, Brad, and they're going to ride Mr Mosaic with intent, bit like we're when he was racing so well a couple of preps back when he just, you know, bowled along up in front of that high cruising speed. So I think they'll string out a little bit because he is a very fast horse, early Mr Mosaic. I think I'm banking on Dehorn Unicorn getting the cover, peeling off and unleashing ladies. Three runs back have been awesome. He's one at Rose Hill and ran over 1,100 metres, running good times. His only defeat was um, sandwiched between those wins when I am me. Um, ran warp speed to win over the Randwick 1200, beating Dehorn Unicorn. That's the outstanding form, and I think he's the horse to beat here. Look, no knock on eight spacewalk except the price, but his trial recently was, was super. He's come back as a gelding. We know he's a stakes level three year old with a lot of talent. Three Midwest, another horse building a good record, the Victorian Raider. Uh, watch for him, and one Maria Mia has been trying sensationally. And, 
just a little aside, Brad, I was talking to Joe Pride about this mayor and you wouldn't possibly think a mayor who is rising and had 33 starts could improve, but Joe Adams, she's come back better than ever, so watch for her. 483 and 1, Dehorn Unicorn on top, fascinating sprint race. Yeah, it wouldn't be the first time that Joe Pryor's improved one later in life, would mm. it? She's got this remarkable knack of, of taking these horses through the grade and being so patient with him. Obviously, this one's only been with him for a, a short period of time, but yeah, as with Eduardo, maybe the best is still yet to come with Maria Mayer. So I've gone the way of Spacewalk. I do think it's the most significant gear change across the meeting today. Resumes a gelding. He threw the, the race away. You go back to first up last campaign, the same track and trip in the listed Rosebud, and that was the day where we just got a bit wayward late and cost himself victory. Third up, uh, relegated on protest behind Buenos Nachos and Buenos Nachos then went on to be touched off by Giga Kick uh, and run third in the Coolmore behind In Secret. So really good depth to his three-year-old sprinting form lines. One trial, saw everything we need to see. No weight on his back and he maps to get the run of the race. So every possible chance, albeit he is getting skinny enough now. Four, Dehorned Unicorn. Well, his big advantage, obviously, the fact that, that he's up and running. He's got that fitness advantage over space. What, what you see is what you get. Impossible to knock his claims at another suitable race. Five, Super Pursuit. I loved him there last week at the 1,200 metres. Little knock, maybe 1,100 metres against some pretty sharp tights. But if these leaders happen to overdo it in the early stages, he's going to be really rushing home at the finish. He's ready to win third up. And Maria Mayer. Don't necessarily think she's an 1100 metre dry tracker, as I say, but I would be very surprised if she's not doing her best work through the line, setting up a, another lucrative campaign. 8451. Uh, Darren has eight spacewalk as a good thing. Eight, a special to be one Maria Mia, five super pursuit, and four Dehorn Unicorn. Eight, one, five, and four for Darren in race number seven. Race eight, we go to now, Muns, and three year olds and upwards here, the tab handicap, benchmark 78. 1,500 metres. Yeah, our toppy here is Major Artie, and he is a $6.50 chance. Banjoo at $4.40. That price makes it favourite. The Danish Prince is a $12 chance. Too Big Fari now has Equi cast on, uh, and it is at $7.50. Frumos, not there, no deduction. Saigon at $5.50. Phillipsburg at $21. Royal Zell with the blinkers off at $51. Sweet Ruby at $16. Save is a $19 chance. Above and beyond at $18. Manda Boss with a tongue tie on at $13. Kirkby is out. Run at Warwick Farm on Wednesday. No deduction. Modern Millie at $15 and Unrelenting is a $16 chance. Mm, not the busiest betting race of the day, but the most popular runner in it is Saigon, uh, who was a $5 favourite yesterday, has been uh, replaced as favourite by Banjoo. Uh, it's the most popular runner. Banjoo, the second pick. Third pick Majorati and they're clearly ahead of the rest. Speed here, unrelenting, gets first crack at the front. Banjoo won't be far away. Uh, he found himself an all-the-way leader there last up. More pressure in this. You've got Danish Prince taking advantage of another low gate, just stalks the speed with Modern Millie, Too Big Fari and Majorati making their presence felt from wider draws here, Ray. Yeah, competitive race, but I'm with Two Banjoo. Um, he monstered his rivals last start. It ran kick over the mile. Um, absolutely dominated that race from in front. He might not necessarily lead today, but he's versatile enough to take a sit. Uh, he's in a rich vein of form. He's won over the Rose Hill 1500. He's got that high cruising speed, as I mentioned. And when he normally, when he strikes form, he normally strings a few together. And I think he can go back to back here and win again. Three Danish prints, a bit like Banjo, underrated, but always gives his all. He comes off that win at Rose Hill last week when he edged out Green Shadows. He's as tough as they come. Six Saigon, 
looked like she did win at Rose Hill last week. On the back up here, going well in one major arch. He has got a good second up record. Good enough first up to suggest he'll be hard to beat here. Competitive race, two Banju on top. Two, three, six and one. Yep, Banju for me as well. I've gone 2, 4, 14 and 12. You'd think he only has to hold his form. Uh, now he's found it. Maybe that's a little bit too harsh because he was fantastic in his three runs prior to that and it all just fell into place for him last start. So prior to that, excuses, covering ground, attacked in front. Now he does have to carry an extra four and a half kilos, but he's such a genuine horse, isn't he? You look at his record, he's run top, run top four in 18 of his 21 starts. So I'd expect nothing less again here. Four, two big fiery. Talk about genuine older horses. He fits the bill. He was fantastic there first up. And he was beaten three lengths at Randwick, but it was much better than it reads on paper. He was six weeks between runs and just got chopped out as he was starting to build through his gears. So I love the pairing with Aaron Bullock today. He'll stand over him and get the best out of him. 14, Modern Millie continues to knock on the door. She's just stranded on that one win uh, from 20-odd starts that came on debut in the UK. But... She's been thereabouts at her past couple uh, and strikes another suitable race here. My old mate Mandiboss has to get a similar uh, mention as well, similar case to Modern Millie, and then he continues to knock on the door. He just can't stick his beak out when it counts, but maybe that changes today. 2, 4, 14, 12. Uh, Darren's with number three here, Danish Prince, to beat four, two big Fari, 11 above and beyond, and nine Sweet Ruby. Three, four, 11 and nine for Darren in race eight on the day. We get on to race number nine at Rose Hill Gardens. That'll be the Rose Hill Bowling Club Handicap and Munza Benchmark 78 up over 2,000 metres. Yeah, starting with Greek Hero, who is a $7.50 chance. Irish Legend at $10. Morris's Me Dad at $15. Tony B at $4.40. The Lassophile is a $6.50 chance. King Rattel at $14. Oceanic Flash is out, no deduction. Tavion Prince at $81. Fonga Wonder with the blinkers on at $17. Arnold is out five cents a win at six cents a place. Turistic, our favourite, at four dollars. Kuklara at twenty-one dollars. Oz Legend with the blinkers on at forty-one dollars. Three Wise Men is out five cents a win at six cents a place. Mon Felicity at thirty-four. Socrates at thirty-four. Burrell and Bandit at one hundred and one. Al Belfi out no deduction. Island Bay Boy. Amy McLucas, your rider there. She'll claim uh, two kilos and ride it at fifty-two. It's a new riding weight for the day at eighty-one dollars. Dash, dash, dash is out ran yesterday at Gosford. Uh, most popular runner here is Turistic. As much as $17 was bet about Turistic on Wednesday. Uh, one customer, 2000 on it at 17 That at 1000 place only at 5 Came back and had another 2000 at 17 And then another customer later on had 1000 at $14. Um, it's now a $4 chance after the earlier today was as much as $4.80. And roughly... Um, Oh, about one... About 15% of the, the total money on it uh, has come this morning. Um, it's about half as much again as what's on Tony B. And he was as much as $5.50 this morning. Uh, and they're clearly ahead of the rest of the field. Third pick is actually Irish Legend. We're just hoping that Touristic can use the draw today and park up maybe somewhere midfield because we know he's got a, a turn of foot. So he'll, if he gets the first half of the race right, he's going to be hard to beat and justify that short quote. At the top end, Socrates looks the likely leader. Tavion Prince on the seven-day backup. Uh, Irish legend won't be far away. Maurice is me dad. He's not blessed with natural gate speed, but the lower gate today gives him the chance to punch up and probably just find himself in behind the speed here, Ray. I can see where you're coming from, Brad. We were talking to Peter Snowden earlier and... And Peter did say the horse just got too far back touristic at Randwick. 
but it was impossible to miss his closing sectionals. Didn't have a lot of galloping room late either, but he ran fifth, only beaten about two and a half behind Mark Snell. That was his second Australian run. He gets out to 2,000 metres here. As Brad said, as Roddy jumps and puts himself in the contest midfield somewhere, that turn of foot that he's got is a nice, promising import by Frankel. Uh, he'll just keep getting better and better. The Snowden stable have a real knack with his imports. 11 touristic on top. Three Maurice's my dad. Gee, I think he's over Brad. He was really good the other day at Randwick behind too much caviar, and he'll be up on speed making his own luck. Nine Wonga Wonder from the Kim War stable. This mare is in great form at the moment. It's got to come back from 2,400 metres back to 2,000, but the blinkers go on. Kim said she thought the mare was just losing focus in her races a little, so those blinkers might sharpen her up, and $17 is terrific value. Another horse who's racing in great form and is good value, six King Rattel. Um, he'll get a fair way back, but watch for him charging home. 11 touristic on top, 11 three, nine and six. He looks desperate for 2,000 metres. King Rattel, I've got a spot for him. I've gone 11, 2, 15 and 6, 11, 2, Ristic. He's popular today. I can see why there is a, a nice sense of timing about him. You look at his sectionals from last start. He ran the fastest 8 to the 200 metres in the race, and I think that just told at the finish. He just peaked on his run. So third up now, 2,000 metres. No excuses for him. Two Irish legend comes through that same form reference, and it does look the, the right form reference uh, for this, given Logan Street line has come out and, and franked that reference. So I think he's another one that improves again now. He's fourth up, 2,000 metres, and you look at, at his replay coming through that same race, he looked to peak on his run as well, just that last little bit after kicking like the winner halfway down the straight. I think if there is a knockout, it is Mon Felicity. Didn't have a lot of luck there last campaign. She did just enough first up over the mile, tacking on late to suggest that maybe she's the one that's just slipped the net here, $34 looks big odds, throw her in the quaddy, and King Rattel for the reasons we mentioned, 11, 2, 15, 6. Numbers for Darren here, 5, Thalassophile to beat 3, Maurice Medad, 4, Tony Bean, 11, Touristic, 5, 3, 4, and 11 for Darren in race number 9. Ra uh, race number 9, uh, race number 10 we go to now, last of the day months, we're going to finish off with the girls, Phillies and Mares, benchmark 78, 1100 metres. Hello, Glenn. Uh, sorry, guys. Uh, Forzanini back at the races today. Good luck to Johnny Cornish and uh, Muzz there, Murray Canellan. Um, Forzanini, a $9.50 chance. Kerr Royale at $4.20. Snapped. Oh, not only snapped, this is carved up this morning. It's now odds on at $1.90 after as much as $2.25 about it this morning. Um, uh, let, let go to the next runner here, which is Bell Ciela's out. One cent the winner, nothing the place. Moshed up at $31. Bitcoin Baby at 11 Holy Tycoon is out. It runs earlier. One cent the winner, nothing the place. Moon Reader with the earmuffs pre-race at $18. And Dylan Gibbons will only claim one kilo there. Girl Mania. Now, she's in full Girl Mania, and she's a $21 chance. Wave Rider Boy out. Eight cents a winner, nine cents a place. Twice a special out, no deduction. Field Weary out, seven cents a win and seven cents a place. Jewelry is an $8.50 chance. And Shores of Avalon out, two cents a win and one cent a place. Uh, well, as I said, yeah, really carved up this morning. Snap 225 into odds on. And just under half the total investment on it has come this morning. So that's the reason for that uh, firm up there. Uh, it is now... Uh, well, it wasn't even... It was just the most popular runner. So second pick is now Kerr Royale. And third kick is Jewelry. And Richard, I'll rejoin you for the Flemington preview in about five minutes. 
Moshed up looks your most likely leader here. Coeur Royale does have to cope with a drop back from 12 to 1100 metres, but she's a naturally fast mare. Forzanini uses that low gate barrier too to, to be prominent and snapped. I know she came from a long way back at Sandown last up, but she has led in one in the past, so she can be significantly closer here in the run race. Yeah, she drew the outside barrier at Sandown. They rode a conservative and, oh boy, didn't she unleash Brad? She would have gone close to breaking 32 seconds, spring home the last 600. It was an outstanding return. She's won three of five. As you said, Brad, she has got the tactical speed to settle much closer here from gate one. Just needs even luck from the turn. She's the one to beat three snaps. Short enough, but very, very hard to beat. One for Zanini will be giving her a cheer for Murray Conlon and... She is trialling up nicely, and Peter Snowden gave a nice little push for her this morning. I think 13 jewellery can improve here. Um, it did win nicely two starts back. Has ability on her day, and two, Kerr Royale, racing well, rock hard. Bit 3 1, 13 and 2. She's short enough, Brad, but hard to go past Snapped in the last. Yeah, that's it, isn't it? There aren't too many ways to turn here. I've gone with Snapped. Uh, I know the stable are targeting a, a group race third up, so she's got that progression, and obviously the stable think highly enough of her. So this is just the, the bonus on the way through. Three, two, six, and one. Dangers to Kerr Royale. I think she looks ready to win, but I just don't think the drop back in trip is ideal. That said, she's a naturally fast horse. Six Bitcoin baby. Got back into the winner's stall there first up. That coincided with getting back onto a, a good track. Now, that is a race that has produced three subsequent winners, so no doubt looks a leading player here and one for Zanini. Bit of weight, uh, but the last time she won was actually the same corresponding race 12 months ago, so there's a, a nice sense of symmetry there. 3, 2, 6 and 1. Love a corresponding race, don't we, Brad? Numbers here in the last four. Darren Fidel. Th <laughs> three snapped <laughs> to be two Kerr Royale, one for Zanini and six Bitcoin Baby. So three, two, one, six for Darren. Uh, in race number 10, he'll be joining us for Behind the Gates just after 10 o'clock and we'll try and get this multi over the line. It's been three of the last four legs for as long as I can remember and that does not pay, unfortunately. Best best time. Ray, what are you keenest on at Rose Hill today? Yeah, race six, number one, Oakfield Duke, second up, ready to win. And value, what, about the 550 mark, I think Glenn mentioned earlier, is Garrison, race two, number three. Good on you, Ray. We'll, uh, we will chat during the week, no doubt. And as always, thanks for your help on a Saturday morning. Thanks so much, Rich. Good on you. Brad, your best and value today, please. Best for me, Touristic. Pretty popular. Uh, hopefully you can get the cash for us. Race nine, number 11. And best value, the grey, Grassler Styler, race five, number two. Have a good day, mate. Have a good weekend. And I think we may catch up very next week. We're Warwick Farm on... No, we're not. Must be a provincial meeting there. Anyway, I'll see you at some point during we'll the week. We'll work Brad, it I'm out. Sure. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. We'll people talk to my people. Thank you, Brad Gray and Ray Thomas and Glenn Munsey. That is the Sydney Form Talk Racing HQ Saturday. Uh, good to have you with us. We're taking a short break. On the other side of that break, it's all the Flemings and Form. Uh, Dean Lester not with us today. Dean, unfortunately, with a new health battle on his hands. We wish Dean very, very well, but he's not with us today. Um, we hope he's back very, very soon. That is for sure and certain. But Mark Hunter... He's done the form, and uh, plenty of our listeners uh, follow and are with Mark Hunter. So he's with us after this break, as is Glenn Munsey. Let's have a break on Racing HQ Saturday. Are you going out tonight to a special function with special friends? You need a special wine. Don't forget the Windy Peak Wine by De Bortoli. Beautiful whites and reds at a very affordable price. Windy Peak Wine. It is special. Here's the traffic. 
And right now, good news from Specsavers. Get two designer pairs, no gap, from the $199 single vision range with selected health funds. Conditions apply. Lane Cove, a truck's broken down in the Lane Cove tunnel. One eastbound lane's closed. Semi-trailer's broken down at Mount Annan on Norellan Road just past Waterworth Drive. Bus lane westbound's affected. Sydney CBD clearways due to Sydney train track work on York Street, both ways between Margaret and Barrick Streets. The King Summer sale ends soon, up to 50% off selected Australian-designed award-winning furniture. Sale ends soon. Visit your nearest King showroom today. I'm Luke Jumay, number one in racing on Sky Sports Radio. The Southern Hemisphere's best yearlings on Australia's holiday playground. The 2023 Magic Millions Gold Coast Yearling Sale, January 10 to 16. It's the sale where the smart buyers shop for superstars. Graduates include Spring Carnival stars Cool and Gatter, Alligator Blood, Madame Pomery, Jackano, Ellsberg, Manzois, In Secret, and Hong Kong champion Golden 60. The Gold Coast Yearling Sale offers the cream of the Australasian yearling crop. See the catalogue at magicmillions.com.au. It's a big week of harness racing at Junee from Tuesday night, January 24, with the Pacers Cup party Saturday night, January 28. Party night is sure to be a fun family night out with on-course entertainment galore, including live music from Nathan Lamont and Jumping Castle for the kids, as well as plenty of bars, food and tap facilities, plus the mini trotters in action and mechanical bull riding. Follow the Junee Harness Racing Club on Facebook for updates. Tab has racing offers on tap this Magic Millions Day. On race one at the Gold Coast this Saturday, place a fixed odds win bet, and if it loses, get a bonus bet back up to $50. That's a $50 bonus bet back if you lose on the first race at the Gold Coast this Magic Millions Day with Tab. For racing on tap, download the Tab app. Excludes WA residents. First online fixed odds win bet only. T's and C's and website gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help 1800 858 858. Dixon Homes thanks Premier Palaszczuk as you can offset mortgage repayments by building and renting a secondary dwelling. Buy before accessibility and energy rules increase costs. Dixonhomes.com.au. Since 1959, debt free, quality assured. January 2023 will see that Samworth Harness Racing Club states the 39th running of its signature multi-quip golden guitar series. Ten days of exciting pacing action culminates in the Carnival of Cups meet on Friday, January 20 at Tamworth Harness Racing Club's Golden Guitar Paceway. Interstate Form Preview, brought to you by TAB. For racing on TAB, download the TAB app. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help, 1-800-858-858. Racing HQ Saturday, welcome back to the show. As mentioned before the break, we wish Dean Lester well. Uh, Dean has a, a fresh health battle on his hands and uh, he's one of the real good guys, not just of racing, but on this planet. And uh, we obviously, um, first and foremost... Uh, we're in, in the best of care and look after himself. And secondly, um, back uh, back to us and uh, on our airwaves and and tipping winners, which he does with regular monotony. So we wish Dean Lester well, and hopefully he's back in the game and uh, back with us on a Saturday morning very very soon. And across Sky Racing, of course. But we look forward to Flemington Racing today. There are nine races. Tracks are good for rails at eight metres. He's on his Pat Malone for the preview. That's okay. He'll be right. He's. Uh, not his first rodeo. Mark Hunter. Hello, Mark. Hello, How Mark. Are morning, you Richard. Sorry, just missed you. What's happening? No, morning, Richard. I'm, um, I'm in good hands with you and Mum's helping me through the next half an hour. I should be okay. <laughs> That's right. We'll do our best. We'll do our best. We'll go easy on you. Mum's, welcome back. 
Yes, Richard, uh, just trying to get some things ready here. It's a mad dash, as you could well imagine, to get out the door here at the end of this preview. Morning, Mark. Morning, Lance. Right, uh, let's rip into uh, breakfast racing at uh, Flemington today. Time's the first. Uh, well, it's half past nine here at uh, Queensland time. Uh, the market on the first, we have Corniche is out. So Hellish is a $6 chance. Invincible Shield at $6. It's a Mozza at $14. No Outcast is out. Rhodesian Red at 23 Tom Kitten, our favourite at $2.70. VC at $4.40. Airess at 10 And Makina is a $13 chance. Very, very good support for the favourite here in Tom Kitten. In fact, three times the amount of money on what has been invested on Hellish, and third pick would be VC. suppose, Mark, it often just uh, wheel out these two-year-olds at certain times of the season, and this one appears here. They just keep coming and coming. Richard, they scratched the toppy, who looked an absolutely winning chance, and we'll let, I'll tip number seven, Tom Kitten, whose jump-outs have been good, and I just think they've been <coughs> getting better and better and better. So, off that last one, It'll go forward, sit not too far off the speed, I would think, and it should be strong to beat number eight, BC, who's won a couple of recent jump outs, goes forward, sits on the speed. Maybe the quickest in the race will give you a good sight. Uh, two, Hellish. Hellish ran well enough on debut, good form through that race with the second horse winning since has trial well. And three, Invincible Shield, another one, set up on the speed in a couple of jump outs and ran away and looked quite good. So a handy little two-year-old race, hard to work out of the trials, but I thought Tom Kitten was... Just on the improvable time, 7, 8, 2 and 3. Takes us on to race 2 at Flemington this afternoon. An 11 o'clock start for the second month. The Stud and Stable Staff Awards, a benchmark 70 up over the 2,000 metres. Yeah, and our market here begins with a odds-on favourite in Dunkel at $1.85. Hard to cross at 7 Pale Face, not Adios, just Pale Face at $23. Bossanova Lad at 51 Midnight Glow at 21 Barefoot Tora at 15 Soul Choice is a $5 chance. Speakeasy at 23 Toscana Rising at 31 And Kokonotsu is an $11 chance with Divine Charm out. Uh, one of the better supported runners on the card here is Dunkel as clearly uh, on top. It's 60% of the money on its own and five times as popular as the second pick, which is Soul Choice. And Soul Choice is more than double the third pick, which is actually Pale Face. Looks uh, an exciting type, Dunkel. Does he go on his winning way, Mark? I think it does. I think it's a start, Richard, this horse. Uh, look, it's got 61 kilos, makes a lot of them worse at the weights. It will be probably last on the fence with Soul Choice, the only leader. So you've got a couple of things against you, but it's got such a good turn of foot and it's such a nice horse, as we saw at Sandown, can just get itself out of trouble. So I think Dunkel will win. Good placement here, number six, Barefoot Tora. Ran second at Dunkel last time. It's got 52 kilos. It'll run 2,000 metres. As long as they ride it to run a place, and if it wins, it wins. It'll go forward, get a lovely run. As long as it doesn't do too much work, I think it will run second or third for sure. Third pick, number eight, Speak Easy. Who comes out of probably a moderate maiden but was very strong through the line and then too hard to cross. Not convinced hard to cross is going to run a strong 2,000 to get the cheap run and got that three kilo claim, which will help. So I think one wins and I think six runs a place. One, six, eight and two. 
have uh, Terry, but uh, Terry Bale is calling all the action today, and uh, Terry's just flicked his numbers through here. So uh, race two, Terry's with one, Dunkel to beat ten, Kokonotsu, seven, Sold Choice, and five, Midnight Glow. And uh, if you're interested in Terry's numbers in race number one, he's with three, Invincible Shield to beat eight, VC, two, Hellish, and seven, Tom Kitten. So three, eight, two, seven. Terry Bailey calls all the action there at Flemington today, and uh, we'll go through his numbers with Mark uh, in this preview. Race three at Flemington today is a benchmark 70. The Beer Mate nominate trophy runs up over the 2,000 metres, four-year-olds and outwards. Yeah, a bit wider the market here, starting with Never Again at $19. Prince Ziggy at 23 Confrontational is a $16 chance. Gone West at 61 Ashy Boy is not there. Beretta at $7. Dublin Journal at 21 Fighting Arrow at $5.50. Princess Rainey's at $7.50. Irish Butterfly is a scratching. Uniquely 23 Blushing Tycoon at 10 Pacino at $5, and that price makes it favourite in a wide bidding race. Bundle of Fun at 11 Scratch the next two and down to the bottom one, which is Commando Drift, and it is an $8 chance. Um, most best-supported runner here is Pacino, and he's been the best-supported runner this morning. Um, it is more than double the investment on the second pick, which is Beretta. Third pick is Confrontational, and then we go to Fighting Arrow. Uh, this is uh, uh, Ben Brisbane. I like him as a trainer, Mark, and he might have a handy horse uh, with Pacino. I think he has, Richard. It's a, a four-year-old, so taking its time to get going, but it was good three starts ago at Wagga, then two starts ago, I think that was the day I tipped it on radio there, and it, it was set a huge task and just kept on going, maintained a six, 700-metre run and kept going, given a magnificent ride last time, was never going to lose, and just got stronger and stronger. He draws gate two, it's got Commando drifting one who goes forward, so I'm hoping Pacino just logs down on the fence. Four, fifth, six, somewhere there. Just follow the rails, they'll kick. I think it'll get clear, and I think it'll run them down and win. Uh, second pick, number 17, Commando Drift, who's got no weight. Going to go forward, get a really easy run. There's no speed in this race. Um, it was so strong last time through the line, it'll run well. Eight fighting arrow. Jeez, after 400 metres last time, I just couldn't put enough on in the run. They'd gone too hard up front. It took forever to tack on, got going late. Maybe the bigger track suits and Blake Shin. And a place chance for number 12, Blushing Tycoon. You can take advantage of a moderate tempo, go forward, and might hang on for a place. 10 on 13 from 17, 13, 17, 8 and 12. Okay. Um, for, for Terry here, he's with number three, Confrontational, uh, to beat six, uh, Beretta. Then what does he put in number eight, Fighting Arrow? And 11 uniquely. So 3, 6, 8 and 11 for Terry Bailey here in the third race at Flemington. Uh, let's go into race number four this afternoon. The Valet, Sir Patrick Hogan, uh, a handicap here. Uh, lost a great man during the week. We know benchmark 100 over the 2,000 metres. He is scratching his 1, 4 and 10 from the fourth at Flemington. Yeah, well, we start with the scratching here. So our first runner is Spirit Ridge uh, down to Melbourne, and it's at three dollars twenty, and that price makes it favourite. Swords drawn at three seventy. Right, you are who was favourite is scratched. Adelaide Ace at nine. See Marie at four dollars and eighty cents. Stars of Caram at eight. El Gladiator, uh, a Gladiador. 
at $9. Ruba at 15 And Taramansal is a scratching. Uh, well, this is a fresh market when uh, the favourite came out yesterday. In Up until that point, it was easily the best supported runner. And the ones behind it, Swords Drawn and Spirit Ridge, had basically nothing between them just in front of C. Marie with this... Uh, uh, new market here. It's Spirit Ridge has roughly double the investment on swords drawn, and see Marie third pick again. What do we do race for, Mark? Uh, we got tipped upside down with the scratching, Richard. I thought it would just lead, dictate, and win. Now I'm left with two horses who'll get out the back in a slowly run race. Uh, number three, swords drawn, who has had the two back from a spell. It just powered through the line last time. It's ready to win. Not a big field, so hopefully it gets within striking distance, can run them down to beat seven stars of Karam. Bobby Lane's got the horse back. He's got a gun. It's terrific. It's ready to fire, but again, gets out the back. Two-spirit ridge. It's probably got a chance. Goes forward. Gets a nice run on the speed. Just not a horse I can warm to. And five Adelaide Aces. Okay, two ago. Didn't run the trip last time. Gets a good run. Again, it's just not a horse I can warm to, but it's somewhere in the mix. So don't like the race. Three from seven in two and five. Uh, Terry, it was going to be with uh, number four, right you are, but uh, not there. So that means number three, Swords Drawn, uh, would go on top for Terry to beat number six, C. Marie, and number two, Spirit Ridge. And uh, we'll get a fourth number from him down the track, but it would be three from six and two for Terry in race number four. Race five at Flemington today would be the Brew Living Legends Plate, a benchmark 78 fillies and mares, 1,400 metres months. Here, our toppy here is Robadier, and it's a $26 chance. Our favourite is Forbidden City at $2.70. Dazzling Lucy at $9. Uh, Bellet Reach at $3. Starlight Scope at $11. Throntari is a $16 chance. My Cherry Rose is out. Rumbled again at $19. Rio Yuki at $10. Amanatu uh, is a $23 chance. And Gab Star at $26. Easily the best supported runner here. And I wouldn't be surprised if the favourites have flipped around here. Forbidden City. It has more than double the investment on Bell et Riche. Okay, Phillies and Mares for race five, Mark. Yeah, I think there are only two winning hopes here, Richard, four and two. I'll go with number two, Bell et Rich. It's the... I think the right to Arataki form is the best form. Bell et Rich ran really well two ago, got in that bumping duel when beaten by life lessons. Then last time at Flemington Park, three wide, leader kicked and won. So it's had excuses both times. The way this race sets up, Bell et Rich parks fourth, Absolute run of the race outside, gets every chance, and it's the one to beat. I think number two, Forbidden City, is certainly the danger. Probably lobs on its back and tries to run it down. It's got a great hope, just the 59.5 kilos might pull it up. They're well clear of the rest. Number eight, Rumble the Game, who ran well first up. It's going to win a race soon, but this is a harder race. And nine, Rai Yuki. Ran well first up, but the variable means probably has to go back to last and just giving away too much start. So two hopes for me, they'll follow each other into the race. Four, two, eight, and nine. Uh, four as well for Terry Bailey. Uh, Bella Rich, uh, four to beat two, Forbidden City. Six, Throntari, and nine, Ryuki. So Terry Bailey's numbers for race five, Flemington, is uh, he's with four from two, six, and nine. Going to a good sprint, uh, race number six here, Munns. First leg of the quaddy is the Standish Handicap and uh, a group three sprint at the 1,200 metres. Mm, pretty wide open race according to the market, starting with Western Empire with a raft of gear changes 
at $8. Hal Vorson, or Halverson, at $6. I think he's won this race a couple of times. Indian Pacific out. Vespertine at $5. Dawn Passage at $7.50. Scratch the next two. Go down to Rose Quartz. $4.40 makes it favourite. Umgawa at $7.50. Ocean Beyond at $34. Snapper at $6.50. And Crestani is a $19 chance. Uh, well, the punters say uh, two hopes here. Rose Quartz easily the best supported runner. Double the investment on any other runner in the race. Uh, that second pick is Hal Vorson. Uh, and then not a great deal. I mean, it's got double the next runner, which is Vespertine just in front of Umgawa. Racing for a quarter of a million dollars here, Mark in the Standish. Who are you with? I'm not sure, Richard. The next two straight races have got me a bit uh, bamboozled here. I'll go number eight, Rose Quartz. I think it's going okay, maybe not quite as well as it can. It's set three wide last time on a speed and fought on pretty well. Uh, goes forward here, snapper leads out wide, Rose Quartz can park just behind it. Senate will be good down the straight and win to beat number four, Vespertine, the stable mate. Got a great chance, just got barrier one, so they have to go back, cross them, then hope for things to go right. 11 snapper is impossible to follow, but looks to be the only leader out wide. Nine on Gawa. Good win first up and pretty plain last time. Gets the leaders go back on here and might improve. Eight, four, 11 and nine. Terry's with number nine, Ungawa here to beat eight Rose Quartz, one Western Empire, and two Halvorsen. So it's nine, eight, one, and two for Terry in race number six. Race seven at Flemington this afternoon is the Malucky Day Living Legends Plate, and uh, we'll have a benchmark 84 here, Munns, over the mile. Yeah, but we won't have pounding. It's not there. So Shazzy's our first runner, and it's a $13 chance. Here to shock our favourite at $2.40. Aaron Bayer seven. Timor at 13. Beltoro at 6.50. Hassel Toff at 6.50. Scratch the next two. Go down to Typhoon Harmony at $6.50. And ASEAN Legend is a $16 chance. Uh, clearly best supported runner here. There's been no activity on the race this morning though. Uh, is here to shock. Uh, it has uh, more than th- no, exactly three times the amount of money on the second pick which is Hassel Toff. Third pick Typhoon Harmony and then Timor. Been busy buying a few yearlings this week, Ben and JD, and uh, here to shock second up into this mark. Yep, I think there's two chances here, Richard, and two scenarios. I think the here to shock is the most likely winner. It had its first go for the Hayes boys and missed the kick, got sent forward, raced a bit keen, covered ground, and the in-form horse up on the speed getting a good run just kicked a bit hard for it, but here to shock kept coming. Now here, draws gate one, it's got Typhoon Harmony in two and Aaron Bay in four. So here to shock needs to jump better, Get the lead, settle for Blake's in. If it does that, I'm pretty sure it will win the race. If things go wrong at the start, I think number seven has to touch the danger. It's back at Flemington with the blinkers going on. It's absolutely flying. It's only a field of eight. It drifts back. It is pretty hard with 56 and a half. Take your pick after that. Number 10, Typer in Harmony, who goes forward, gets a nice run up on the speed. And for Aaron Bay, who was just dragged out of the race last time and covered ground way too early. can go better getting up near the front somewhere, but three should win, seven the danger, three, seven, ten, and four. Okay, uh, Terry for race seven is with number three, here to shock, to beat six, Bell Toro, uh, ten, Typhoon Harmony, and four, Aran Bay. So uh, for race seven, Terry goes three, six, ten, and four. We get on to race number eight at Flemington today, and this will be a benchmark 78. And three-year-olds and upwards here going over the 1,200 metres for race eight. 
Yeah, starting with William Thomas at $18. Halo Warrior at $26. Jungle Jim, our favourite, at $3.60. Magnum Bullet, $14. Nick Howe Spur at $7.50. Kentucky Casanova at $4.60. Banger is out. Diamonds in the Sky at $5.50. Jumbuck at $5.50. Bell CL is a $21 chance. Uh, Scratch from Rose Hill. And Donna Natalia is not there. Uh, most popular runner here is Jungle Jim, roughly a third of the total investment on the race and double uh, its nearest rival, which is Kentucky Casanova. Third picks Diamonds in the Sky. Who do you like here, Mark? Now, again, wide, Richard, this one as well. I'll tip eight Diamonds in the Sky, who I think gets a great run, goes forward, sits right on the shoulder of Jungle Jim out wide. That might be the spot to be, the way the, the, way the wind's blowing here today at Flemington. So Diamonds in the Sky to just grind it down late and win. One I stick up for all the time here is number one, William Thomas. He just has no luck whatsoever in life. Um, look, he'll be last here, but he's only nine runners. He's got the three kilo claim, and he's certainly good enough to run well at good odds. Six Kentucky Casanova. He can win. It's coming off a long spell, so just with it's a bit green rusty. And three Jungle Jim, who sits up on the speed, gives a good kick and has got a chance. Eight, one, six, and three. Terry's numbers here for race eight at Flemington to Halo Warrior to beat nine uh, Jumbuck, six Kentucky Casanova and three Jungle Jim. So Terry goes two, nine, six and three in race eight at Flemington. Takes us to the last, the VRC event staff handicap and finishing off the Munns with a benchmark 70 at the 1,400 metres, an $80,000 race, the last on the program. And the biggest field of the day with starting with a scratching. So our first runner, number two, Superazzi, and it's a $19 chance. Scratch the next two. Go down number five, Azalee at $51. Bleskett at $61. Uh, and uh, and Adandimian at uh, $12. Governor Landy at $61. Victory Bay's our favourite at $2.80. British Columbia at $3.40. Marlian's Dream is a $31 chance. San Fabrizio not there. Shavova at $15. Blow-In is a $9.50 chance. Van Roy is out. Frigid at $19. Scratch the next two. Heskett is at $7. Scratched uh, the bottom one, which is Brenlin's Trooper. Uh, so here... Uh, Easily most popular runner is British Columbia, has double the investment on Victory Bay, and they are panels ahead of the rest. Superazzi and Frigid are the next two. Uh, confidence levels on the last here, Mark. I reckon there's four chances and a couple of good value ones amongst them, and I'm going to tip one of those, number seven, a dandy man. Now, this horse has had two runs back from a spell. It went back to last in the same race as British Columbia and Heskett last time. It was terrific running fifth in a race where it was impossible to make ground. Blinkers on here, it's fitter. The stable's flying, and it's drawn to follow British Columbia into the race. I think a dandy man will run really well here to beat nine Victory Bay. Just had little luck the last two runs at Flemington. Leaders races has run well in both of them. 10 British Columbia was good first up, of for a great run. And 13 shove over. She's got good form last campaign around the right horses for a race like this. And terrific win second up. Can roll forward here on a moderate tempo and run well. 7, 9, 10 and 13. 10 on top for Terry in the last. Number 10, British Columbia to beat 14 at Blowing. 16, Frigid and 7, uh, a dandy man. So it's 10, 14, 16, 7 for Terry in race number 9. Yeah, a, a breakfast-ish start here. Mark, what are your best in value for Flemington today? 
The best will go race two, number one, Dunkel. My value, race nine, number seven, Adini Man. Okay, where else are we racing there today? We have a Kilmore program. Anything, anything at Kilmore for the listeners? Yeah, race three, number three, Orticio Dorum. Take away that failure going your way of going. I think its form's good, it's ready to win, and it's too good for those horses. Good, man. Much appreciated. Our listeners appreciate it, and we'll do it again next Saturday. Mark, thank you. Thanks, boys. Thank you. Good man, Mark Hunter, uh, with his tips and selections. Again, uh, no Dean Lester this week, Muns, but uh, a little battle in his hands. Dino, we wish you well, and hopefully he's back on our airways very, very soon. Yeah, all our best to uh, Dino there, and uh, Mark, is, uh, of course, uh, he's with us each and every Saturday morning, so he's one out Wally today. Uh, Richard, just a very quick look at the Jockeys Challenge before I get out the door here. We'll stay at Flemington and tell you that Blake Shin, back at the races today, the ninety favourite over Jordan Childs at 260. Any other jockey, 13. Your other riders are Joy McNeil, Daniel Stackhouse, Harry Coffey, Luke Nolan and Damien Oliver. At Rose Hill Gardens, Dylan Gibbons, your favourite at 270 over Sammy Clipper at 360. Tyler Schiller 550. The other riders are Brett Pebble, Karen McAvoy, John Allen and Andrew Atkins. At the Gold Coast for Magic Millions Day and happy to report at the moment it is not raining but it's very very grey here. James McDonald uh, not riding in the first. Couldn't get the weight off to ride 54 and he was in the bath last night. Uh, 125 your favourite in the jocks over Jamie Carr at 9. Brenton Abdullah and Timmy Clark 17 a pair. So was any other jockey. Craig Williams, Tommy Berry 21 each of two and Mark's at 31 and racing today at Kembla Grange and we've got Keegan Latham your favourite at 270 Mitchell Bell 360 Lima Gorian 460 Jeff Penzer at 9 your other riders are Winona Coston Jamie Powell and Michaela Weir and Richard I won't be too far from you hopefully in the next 20 minutes and in an hour we'll be live on air at Sky Thoroughbred Central Good on you Munz thank you Glenn Munzie we'll let him go get himself organised for a big race day here at the Gold Coast yeah bit overcast it is drizzling at the moment. As I look out to my right, I can see the Zoostar barn. Um, massive poster there of I'm Invincible. He only averaged $700,000 over the past four days. There's Team Waller over there. Um, Chris and Charlie and uh, Luke McDonald there. Uh, they'll be getting all set for the races as well. 28 minutes past eight. Speaking of the Gold Coast, we're not too far away from Michael Max. He's uh, Michael Maxworthy's preview. He has done the form for the Gold Coast. We'll have Wayne Harris talking all things uh, to do with Kembla Grange. And, of course, don't forget to join us for Behind the Gates. We'll have another go uh, at this multi. Um, you know, it's, it's easier said than done to land it. But we'll open up the text line. Start to get your comments through. Darren Flindell, uh, Brad Davidson's back off a bit of a break. Brad loves those tough questions. You can even uh, talk whatever form you like with, with Brad and he'll, he'll have an opinion, I'm sure. Andrew Hurley's taken time away from more holidays to join us as well. 0419-767-272. That's 0419-767-272. Join the conversation uh, of Behind the Gates from 10 o'clock here on Racing HQ Saturday. 
We'll take a break and come back with Michael Maxworthy's preview for Magic Millions Day at the Gold Coast. Hey breeders, heading to the upcoming sales? Don't risk your horse's condition. Make sure you use Poseidon Animal Health Stress Paste. Packed with nutrients that will allow your yearling to continue to eat throughout the sale, Stress Paste ensures that they get the extra gut support they need. It's your insurance policy to protect your preparation work. Visit Poseidon's new thoroughbred website at PoseidonThoroughbred.com. That's PoseidonThoroughbred.com. Poseidon Animal Health. Powering performance from within. Tab has racing offers on tap this Magic Millions Day. 